Wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up video about professional wrestling, Dan Black, aka Dunsky, Black Gamora, aka Donnie Kayfabe, aka the Patreon Don, aka everybody's favorite Donnie Capri from the time I went to it. A.K.A. the modern day Goof Raja Yeah, yeah Coming at you like Scott Bakula Baby, baby You and I, we're taking a quantum leap Gabba, gabba wee Gabba wee, yeah, yeah The girl, she's mine And uh, 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 Damn, she's fine what is up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy wrestling reactions. I'm still here in New York gearing up for the SummerSlam-tacular. You know it. You show it. Saturday. Saturday. 8, 18. August 18th, midnight, here in Manhattan. After NXT TakeOver, we are having the Comedians of Wrestling live Summer Slam Tacular. I'm going to be doing a long set of all professional wrestling material and, more importantly, Dolph motherfucking Ziggler. The, we know he will be the Intercontinental Champion coming into this show. The question isn't, will he be there? The question is... Will he bring the belt? The question is, will he bring Drew McIntyre? Yeah. That's what I want to see. Well, the bouncer of the show might be Drew McIntyre. That's true. It's going to be Dolph Ziggler on stage and me and McIntyre taking tickets at the front. That's my co-host this month, Jason Shabiro, the king of the custom intro that we don't have. The king of kicking your ass. Deal with it, America. (laughs) Jason Shabiro, the producer of the show. Uh, So... Yeah, you can get our tickets. You can get your tickets right now. They're only a measly fifteen dollars. If you want to buy these tickets with dollar bills that are not covered in measles, we will not accept them. Only measly fifteen bucks here. Yeah, you get them at caveat.nyc. Uh, how do you spell caveat? C A V E A T dot NYC. So yeah. Go there, check it out, uh, buy tickets. There's only limited tickets for this, and we have the Intercontinental Champion and a bunch of special guests. Uh, so I mean. What are you doing? Get, get your tickets get now. Get to the show. You get your tickets now. I hate a poor jabroniac not getting into the show. Well, I'll tell you this. I have on good authority, and by on good authority, I mean I saw it with my own two eyes, that Dolph Ziggler tweeted out the link to buy tickets for this show. Yeah. So I'm anticipating it selling out pretty soon. If you want to go to the show, if you were on the fence about it, I'd get your tickets now before the anonymous wrestling fans start. We want the jabroniacs in attendance. We want Absolutely. the comedians of wrestling fans, not just the Ziggler crowd. I mean, we want the Ziggler crowd. We like any professional wrestling fan, of course. Yeah. But we want to hear you guys buying your tickets first because we want to make sure you guys all get in. Yeah, yeah. And hey, you know what? I think I'm ready to announce another announcement about the show. We got another announcement about the show? Yeah. We will have exclusive Cal merchandise. Wow. On sale at the show. Wow. Incredible. What, so, what, what, what do you mean exclusive merchandise? Should I announce what it is? You could either say, well, I don't know. It's a shirt that you, it's a shirt you guys know about. But okay. this shirt you cannot buy on ProWrestlingTees.com. So. It's a limited press? It's a limited print of it. 
Wow. So, if I was a cow fan, which I'm not, I would want one of these shirts <laughs> big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that shirt you can only get there, so uh, you might want to. You might want to come. Yeah, I mean, so if you like T-shirts but don't live in New York, you gotta come to New York to get this T-shirt. Or you gotta send someone down. Yeah, you gotta. You, you know what? Buy fifteen. Buy a ticket for fifteen bucks. Then go to Fiverr.com and for five more bucks, get somebody in New York to go to the show for you. Pick up the shirt. So it's really going to cost you a grand total of, I don't know, maybe like 40, 50 bucks. But if you want that T-shirt, it's worth it. You got to buy a ticket, buy a guy to come to the show and buy a T-shirt for you and buy a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's the kind of commitment. Anyway, that's the show, guys. Uh, just a long plug for the Comedians of Wrestling Live show. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Um Sweet. Well, if you guys want to hear me plug the show more, I'm on the Mask Man <laughs> podcast this Hell week. Hell yeah! That's with awesome. Dave Shoemaker, plugging the uh, plugging Cow Universe, and also um, plugging the Summer Samtacular. Uh, yeah, cool. Gonna be a dope show. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, for our Patreons, patrons. <laughs> Again, I'll never get that right. Fine. Patreon.com. Uh, if you want to support this show, if you like what we do, we are grassroots, baby. Uh, donate to us Bernie Sanders style uh, or whatever the right wing equivalent is of Bernie Sanders. Um, Ernie Canders. Ernie Canders, Ralph Nader, uh, whatever. But yeah, you can donate to the show. Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. We're going to have a bonus episode, the Newman World Order bonus episode wow. dropping on Monday. So what's that episode like? I mean, he won't even tell me what it's going to be. He just went rogue and recorded a solo episode? I requested just an NXT. I recorded an N maybe Newman weighing in on his fucking uh, pretentious NXT opinions. Right. But he was like, yo, I will not be contained, is what he said. Wow. So I'm not in L.A. to really uh, be... To, con to contain him. Yeah, so that's going to be coming out Monday. Uh, also, remember, you can get your uh, opinions on the show. You cash in at 316-530-2429-316-530-2429. Blow my mind. Man, all right, before we get into it, I say we kick it off with a cash-in. What do you say? I love cash-ins. Let's hear a cash-in. Here we go. I love them. I can't get enough. Can you get enough? Gabba, gabba, we... It is your first time listener, Rito, that is spelled R-I-T-O. Ready, I'm taking over the podcast only for a couple seconds, just as a new fan. I just want to say I enjoy the show. I've been listening to it nonstop to the point where I've missed episodes of Talk is Jericho. I've missed episodes of other great wrestling podcasts. This show is everything. Dan Black is awesome. I'm putting the brother over. But I will say, he looks like the love child of Andrew Dice Clay and David Arquette, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But anyway, I love the show. Big fan. Love that the fact that I'm cashing in. It's not on the level of Seth Rollins or anyone else, but I love the show. Love the podcast. I'm definitely going to get some cow merch. And I just want to give a big shout-out and a two sweet. To everybody listening, thank you so much, Dan. This is a wonderful show, and I'm so happy that I came to find it thanks to your comedy. I hope I get put <laughs> He's on really the going. He's still going. Put the brother over. Have a good one. Yo, thanks, man. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. Listen, that's a new portion of the show where I put myself over. You can start every <laughs> episode with a cash in where someone... Don't play cash where people have opinions no. or, or if they say anything negative, absolutely not. Start every show with a very positive cash in like that. It gets everything on the right foot. Absolutely. Just so you guys know, that's the that's the stamp of approval. You know, after a 15-minute plug, <laughs> you know, nothing, nothing tops it off with a nice compliment to yourself. All right. Hey, you ready to get into the wrestling stuff? 
stuff. Yeah, you're in the earlier part of the intro. You said it was going to be spicy. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's going to be spicy. It's going to be spicy. And it's going to be female, baby, baby. Evolution, October 28th, coming to the most progressive part of the country, Long Island, New York. The first ever all-female WWE pay-per-view was announced on on Raw this week. And, and people um, were crying about it. Triple H got missed. Triple H got choked up. Triple H naming this pay-per-view after his own stable. Such an asshole. <laughs> what a power Evolution, move. yeah. What a megalomania. Do you think the, the theme song will be the evolution? That's a mystery. Yeah, it will. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, it's, it, we should mention we're both from Long Island. So to bring this home and have it happen at Nassau Coliseum, our own stomping grounds, our home arena, that feels good, man. I like it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the fir- some of the first female offense happened. We had the jo- Joey Botafuca incident. Sure. We had Amy Fisher with the Long Island Lolita. That happened over there. She was a, a very powerful female. We had um, Teddy Roosevelt's wife. I don't remember her name. It's not Eleanor. It's that was not a, Eleanor That was FDR's Roosevelt. wife, but Teddy Roosevelt also had a wife, and she lived on Long Island. All right, we're already blowing this. We're already blowing All this. All right, let's talk about But, yeah, I'm pretty – I think this is really cool uh, that they're going to have this – That I, I, I think it's a really cool idea. I think that the presentation of it was – I was thinking about this. The presentation of it, when I was watching it, you go like, all right, this is a little, like, over the top. But then right. you're also like, how else do you do it? Sure. You know, that's the point I made at Mass Man where I was like, what else do you, like, yeah, you got to make it, you got to sell it. I mean, it's still, they're still promoters. You know what I mean? It's still a big deal. The only thing that was a little weird to me is just a small nuance, which is this like Triple H in the ring. And he's just like, when would you step forward? And then, like, they had to step forward. And it felt like the whole thing was, like, choreographed at that point, where it was like, you step forward, and then you guys get excited. Like, there's no actual genuine emotion. Right. I definitely didn't like that it was clear that they all knew what the announcement was, and then they were instructed to, like, then act excited or, like, act pumped. Right. So a lot of them were like, holy shit, this is great. But then I think, like, Alicia Fox, if that's who that was, maybe not, but someone who appeared to be an Alicia Fox-looking woman just was, like, jumping up and down giddily, and I'm like, that that's a bad I, reaction. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there, it was there. It was strange. It was like, anyway. And then Triple H was just like, so you know, the men behind you support you. And it's like yeah. the first thing he said when they stepped forward was like about the men. Sure. Which I thought was just like it just shows there's there actually is no tact behind this stuff. I think it's a nice nod to days of yore. Let everyone know the most important thing is still the men. Okay. You know the men behind you are there cool with this. It's like no one cares about what they think about this. This is like the women's pay per view. Uh, one thing I noticed the. the Oh, the yeah. women didn't bring their their hardware. Like Alexa Bliss didn't have a belt. I noticed was that also. Carmella, Carmella was there. Yeah, she, she was in all bring, black. She didn't bring the belt, and she wasn't in the front. They had someone front and center. That I was like, why the fuck is she front and center? It was all uh, Nikki Cross was there. No, Nikki Cross made sense, but like, but she's not even on the main roster yet, right? Yeah, she is. No, she's not. No, no she's, she's not. not. Insanity is, but she's not. But people love her. Did you call them insanity? No, I called them sanity. But then I have, when you know, from you're from Long Island, it's tough to say shit. That's true. That's or true. just my part of Long Island, meaning like right across the street from you. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. just the fact that I just have a blue collar vibe. You got a blue collar vibe. You're like an Andrew Dice Clay, David Arquette love child. Oh, yo, that's you just thought of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I made that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought that was uh, a little weird. It was like, like Triple H was like, 
he started like being emotional, which is fine because they like tell him to do it on command. I believe that he actually is. That's the question. Do you think Triple H's tears were real tears or fake tears? Because we know he's a hell of a performer. He's a great wrestling actor. Not fake. So you think the tears were fake when he got a little choked no, up? No, they're it was real. Fake? They're you real. Think it's real. Yeah, I'm gonna which go is, real. Dan, which is? I it? just went back on it. I triple. Think about Triple H. Is he is like definitely like all in on the biz, right? So I think when he's in the ring, that is when he gets emotional. You know I what? Think he's I emotional agree. every minute he's in the ring. He probably doesn't even know his kids' names. Doesn't go to the recitals. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't cry when they graduate high school. I mean, how could he possibly be at these kids' things? He's not there. I mean, maybe they could take him on the road and have him be homeschooled. Like, uh, like yeah. they get tutored by like you know Sandow and stuff like that. But other than that, I don't know what they're doing with these kids. But I will say this: that Triple H has gone on record. I mean, we've heard him saying. This is my religion. You yeah, know, like he love loves that. wrestling. Like, wrestling is his fucking thing. So Jamie th- had a great take about guys calling things their religion. I mean, that's the take. It's just, she's like, it's a male thing. Oh, <laughs> did, did she, say things yeah, because she's religion? like comedians who go, like, comedy's my religion. And, like, they, she's like, that's just like a male thing because women have to worry about actual shit. They don't get to just, like, make things their religion. Right. Um, which, I, it's just a funny take. She always says that. Because I've called comedy my religion before. But yeah. only because it's like, I don't believe in God or anything so the closest thing I got to religion is like comedy I don't believe in God but I want and to wrestling. I aspire to but I think it would be dope I think religion for the most part annoys a lot of people so calling stuff that isn't religion your religion is probably even more annoying like yeah. just when you said comedy's religion I got annoyed yeah yeah well when people are like so positive in their beliefs it's just annoying yeah it's annoying uh, it, that's similar to what was annoying about this whole thing in the ring like when they tell you this is important you're like don't tell me what's important yeah, I'll be the judge <laughs> yeah. of what I think is important you tell me what you're doing and I'll either say I care about this or I don't give a shit. Yeah, but here's the deal. So, all right, in this event, I agree with it. Like, first off, they're saying that the NXT belt will be on the line also. Well, they got to fill matches. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, all yeah. female pay-per-view. I mean, what are they going to do? They're probably going to introduce those tag titles. I think that will tease ahead, but I think that's the Bailey and Sasha thing. That's where they're going. I think they'll be a tag team riding okay. through that. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, and then uh, they, I think that Mickey James called out Lita already or something. So nice. uh, that was Shoemaker was saying that. So I think they're, they're you know, and we're going to have, a, I mean, Rondo will probably be the champion by then. So they'll find ways to make it a pretty full card. It's, I can already see it being pretty uh, dope. Also, if they throw in some kind of like Shaq Floyd Mayweather fight, like if they have some kind of Charlotte versus like. <laughs> Who's the biggest female athlete we could think of? Serena Williams. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing if it was Serena Williams. That'd be so dope. <laughs> or like Lisa Leslie. I don't know. Like, yeah. what are female athletes that I know that are big? Are there female fighters? Yeah, that are tons. famous. I mean, Ronda Rousey is one of them. Like, Le- yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Layla Ali. Layla Ali is she's, more of a host. Well, she's a boxer, yeah. No, know. but like, I mean, they could have other UFC women. Nah, I know, but none of them have any, none of them are marquee. Right. Cyborg is not going to happen. That would be cool. It's not going to happen. She's not, yeah. No, it needs to be a celebrity who's like, because there's no female football league. I mean, maybe there is. I know they have like a Braun Panties football about, league somewhere, <laughs> which is kind of real swampy. Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah, from Girl Fight? No. Is yeah, she from Girl Fight? She's from Girl I mean, she's from, from Lost. She's from Lost. She's from Fast and the Furious. Unobtainium. Avatar. She's an right, avatar. Anyway. She is an Avatar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What she's in everything. shit that is. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Did they make the second one already? <laughs> They're making four more. Did they make Avatar? Did Avatar no, 2 no, come no, out? No, no, Yes or no, Avatar 2 no, came out? No. Avatar 2. I think it did. No, it didn't. I think it did. I swear it didn't. I fucking... I it's being made. They're making three more, I think. Well, they should stop. Anyway, uh, Gabawi, so we're moving on. So, yeah, here's the thing. So, that's cool. I like that they're doing this event, like, one stamp. It is a thing where, like, to me, 
I all the obviously uh, it doesn't play towards me. I'm not a woman. Uh, I don't I don't have a daughter. Uh, like there's these moments where they tell you things are important, like we're saying, right. and you're like it ke- feels like it keeps happening. It's like we're gonna have the money in the bank. Oh, you're gonna have an elimination chamber. You're gonna have, and and then it's like now we're gonna have this, and and, it, and it's like just. Just do the thing. Sure. You know? Uh, but I get it. They are, Like I said, they are a promotion. My thing is that if they annually have the all-female pay-per-view, mm-hmm. uh, it's not my favorite thing. But my favorite, what I like, my favorite thing about the women's division, I'm a big fan of the female wrestling, is I love, like, think about this year. The Money in the Bank match, I don't remember the guys' match. Like, the women's match stole that show. I don't remember the guys' match. <laughs> or the women's match. Or the women's match. <laughs> I remember the women's. But do you remember the women's match was better than the guys' match? I don't remember. It that. was. Okay. And even in the male chamber, I remember the Alexa Bailey finish. Like her, the DDT off of the I remember, off of the top I remember top Braun throwing Kevin Owens off a ladder for the men's match. That was a pretty yeah. good bump. But I'm just saying, it's. I think... It's cool if they can operate in the same realm and the women can steal the show without saying the women are going to steal the show right now. Without saying that, they just but I think they're capable of it. Like Ronda Rousey stole WrestleMania she this year. The best She's the biggest star in the company. She's the best part of money. The only the thing that's going to stop her from he- from main eventing WrestleMania is them saying she's going to do it. Right. Like if they start being like Ronda next year, it's looking like she might do it. Right. It'll kill the idea. Right. Like it has to be organic. Just that's that's why you don't like. That's why no one likes Roman Reigns. He's shoved down our throat. We don't totally. like anything like that. So no. I think it's really cool to have one to be like, hey, like to set the statement. But then going forward, let's think about keeping the matches more even on the card. Thinking about being fair about who main events. You know what I mean? With the possibility that the women's match is more imp- can headline Mania or well, SummerSlam. I think the people are talking, right? The people are talking yeah. and they're saying, Does R- I, we all agree that Ronda Rousey is going to be champion before WrestleMania. Right? Before she the next has WrestleMania. To be. She will be. Now, the question is, is Ronda main eventing WrestleMania next year? Maybe a Ronda Charlotte match. One percenters whooping. Yeah. Um, that's what the people are talking. This about. isn't one percent. This is a Schweppes. A Schweppes. <laughs> this is a Schweppes. Normally, I wouldn't break uh, the fourth wall there. I would just pretend it's Lacroix. But and when it's a Schweppes, you got to let saying. And you say a Ronda, a sound effect that says "see the fourth wall," but of course, uh, we don't have the soundboard with us today. No, we don't. But do you think Ronda Charlotte is a big enough match to main event WrestleMania? Yes. I think it's big enough to main event WrestleMania. Yeah. And the reason I think it's big enough is because of Ronda Rousey. Right. I think Charlotte is good enough to main event WrestleMania, and Ronda is big enough to main event WrestleMania. Yeah, I think that... And uh, together, they will main is event Is there a better opponent for Ronda? Uh, no. I mean, if they were going to do the... the no. Nah. I think the match everyone wants to see at WrestleMania is like a champion versus champion match. Yeah. Of Ronda Rousey with the Raw belt against... Charlotte Flair with the SmackDown belt. Right. That's the dream matchup for WrestleMania. All right. So here's the thing, though. My other point is that the people don't like stuff shoved down your throat. Shoved down your throat. They are being really extreme about this, and sometimes you need really extreme behavior to make changes. So I understand why they're doing it. Uh, cool. So, yeah. That's the... Uh, anyway, in Long Island, the mother of prog- progressive behavior. October 28th. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Nassau Coliseum. All right. So... Me pretty, and Tula will be there. It's pretty exciting. Um, uh... Yeah, <laughs> hopefully it's a good thing they didn't have this event in uh, in Saudi Arabia. Sure, no one will be able women, to drive there. All women's point pay per view. Well, be, they'd be able to drive to the arena now. 
Yeah, and they'd be allowed in with male supervision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn! I hate Do you remember that, that fucking event? Do you remember where how they, mad all the like it? royal family were just wandering? The they didn't give a shit <laughs> about it. Care at all. They called the greatest royal rumble in Jeddah, South Arabia. What's it called? In fucking where the fuck was it? Saudi Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. All right. Yeah, it was. A I was so mad because dirty oil money everywhere. It was <laughs> yeah, filthy. you hated it. I can't believe they took a fucking money from those bastards. All right. The next, the the next thing we got to talk about. I think this is the next second biggest thing we got to talk about is uh. Um, Elias dropped an album. <laughs> Walk with Elias. Walk with Elias. Did you listen to Elias' album? I listened to the whole album like five times. <laughs> well, here's the thing about this album. It's four songs, which is not an album. It's an EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an EP. But he's not calling it that, right? Yeah. It's the, he, when he when you talk to him about it, he's like, this is the Walk with Elias EP. And let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm stealing something from that album but just making it my catchphrase from now on, and that is, I was born a drifter, and my highway is the sky. I love it. That's how the album opens. It's amazing. You, uh, that's the first line. I was born a drifter. My highway is the sky. I don't even know what that fucking means, Dan, but I love it. Elias is great. I think it's pretty on the nose. Well, yeah, what is it? Is it because he he flies to arenas? (laughs) I mean, he's just basically seeing he's a drifter, but he does, he drifts via the air, not via like the old... Tra- rail rail cars. He's not like an old hobo. He's like a new age drift. I don't fucking know what it means, man. But it sounds cool as shit. All right, I think and we got a cash in on the Elias album. It better be but possible. I'm not 100. John Silva, aka the King of John Style, cashing in from Minnesota. How you doing? Uh, just saw Extreme Rules um, a couple days ago. I thought it was. Wait, no, it's Extreme Rules. That's not the right cash in. What the hell is that? <laughs> It's an outdated cash-in. This is not the cash-in. This is, oh, man, I got to go back to L.A. already. I got my full cash-in system. We got a system. full cash-in meltdown over here. I don't All know right. if we can play any other cash-ins, to be honest, if you're going to start playing shit from two weeks ago. Right, well, it, next cash-in botch, the cash-ins are off the table. Okay, here we go. Cash-in out. Cash me outside. <laughs> cash me hey, outside. Hey, fellas, it's John Silva cashing in from God's favorite city, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I know you probably already have plenty of cash-ins about the Evolution pay-per-view, so rather than talk about that, I'm going to talk about the second biggest news in wrestling this week. It didn't happen on Raw. It didn't happen on SmackDown. It happened on Spotify and Apple Music. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. I'm talking about the release of Walk with Elias, the goddamn EP of the year. Okay, look, this guy, we need to really appreciate this guy because he's a once-in-a-generation kind of musician. Okay, Bob Dylan, Tom Waits. Kanye West, they got nothing on Elias. He's a hell of a lot better than Radiohead, I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> he even plays piano on this album. Who, who knew that this guy could play piano and guitar? All right, he's a true renaissance man uh, when it comes to instruments. So my review to close this cash-in out is I'm going to give this guy 9.5 out of 10 stars. He gets wow. half a star off because he insulted the entire city of Minneapolis on track one. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure it was just a slip of the tongue and he meant to say Indianapolis, but still, he should have known better, dude. So 9.5 out of 10 stars. Walk with the lion. All right, great. So the Jabroniac Nation uh, is reviewing the album for us. I it's was, reviewed I was, out of 10. It's revu- The official cow music review system. It's, is, just a, it's just a 1 to 10 system. It's a 1 to 10 scale. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love it if other people called in with their reviews of Walk With The Lies. Like, I want real musical review. Like, hardcore, like, Rolling Stone-style analysis. Like, I want a paragraph blurb of, like, what worked, what didn't work. All right, next week, we want full review cash-ins just on Walk With yeah, The Lies. I, 
yes. know, like, like talk about the songwriting skills. Talk about lyrics that yeah. meant something to you. Talk about the musicality of it. Do you think it's it's uh, you know sophisticated music or not? Yeah. And I want them to be real. Don't just do it as a gimmick. Don't you feel like it's the best album I ever heard? Yeah. Give me the real the real deal. All right. Let's get move on to the next biggest thing, which is we have our main event for SummerSlam completely locked in here, and it uh, is. Take a guess. Take a guess Roman what? Reigns versus Brock Lesnar exactly again. What I said was going to happen last. I, week. I, I I will tell you that I did not think this would be the match. I said there's no way they're letting Roro drop two matches in a row to Bob Lashley. Yeah, I, I mean, you didn't know Lashley was going to lose. Yes, I did. I, I mean, he was going to lose. What a ridiculous... The whole thing is so ridiculous. No, you thought Lashley was good. You thought he was going to lose at the last pay-per-view. I said Lashley would win. Once he won, then I'm like, well, he's definitely not not winning. I knew that there was no way they're going to let him beat Roman at at the pay-per-view, then beat him on Raw. Shouldn't Bobby Lashley be so pissed off? The guy has no... He's such a wet rag that he he couldn't even... He didn't even even think, like, this is bullshit. I won the pay-per-view match. I mean, it's kayfabe or real life? I mean, what are we talking? I mean, in kayfabe, yeah, he yeah, should be mad. He should be yeah. like, well, I won the bigger match. Yeah. But, I mean, Roman Reigns won the tournament, so I don't know who's to say. What I will say is yeah. that he still hasn't put the gimp mask on, so I don't <laughs> no. give a shit about him. And he hasn't put on the Jack Don, socially off Jack Don shirt. Yeah, he's, he's not doing what we've recommended for him <laughs> to coming do. Coming out with, what's his name? Alberto. Armando Alejandro Estrada, the greatest <laughs> wrestling manager of all time. Yeah, so anyway, uh, look, we're getting this match at SummerSlam. And Again. In a weird way. Way. Like I, I, I'm so unexcited for this match. Like I can't even. I, I was okay with it at Mania because it was like, let's do it, let's do this already. And I don't want to. It's ridiculous. I can't say the same argument again without feeling like a dumbass. Which is like, let's just finally crown reigns and get this and thing be over done with. with it. Yeah, enough already. Um, but at the same time, that is how I feel. Which is like, look, reigns is not. He can't. <laughs> All right, so in his promo, he said, look at my resume. He's always talking about his fucking resume. Right. Like a wrestler has a resume. They don't. <laughs> but it's like, he said, I've been in WWE for five years. Like, that's it. So this guy. No, it's not five. He said Damn five man. years. Well, he's wrong. He main evented the last four wrestling. But that's what I'm years. saying. So he said he's been there five years and main evented four years in a row. Impossible. It's impossible. He's been in WWE more than five years. Why did he say, Especially maybe he said, check count, my resume in the past five years? Is that what he meant? Maybe that's what he but said. But he didn't main event the past four in a row? Yeah. So why would he say five years? Because he's an asshole. Yeah. Uh, anyway, his promos are terrible. He said that in his promo. When did he wait? When did the shield show up? I don't know, bro. You gotta have to bust out an iPhone. I don't know. I mean, yeah. they showed up. I don't think I was watching when the shield first showed up. Like I came in and I was like, whoa, who's who are these guys? Like I took a little hiatus and then the shield showed up and then yeah. I was back in after. But it had to be so five years ago would be we 2013. Were still, we were still living in New York together when when and when the shield was in WWE. Right. Yeah, so it's no way it's five years, right? When did it's you leave longer. New York? 2014. Uh, so it could be. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point, the point is that he mentioned in this promo that he's been shoved down. Our, he's like, I don't care if you think I've been shoved down our, our throat. It was a heel. Very heel promo. promo. One thing I felt about this promo was like very clearly identifiable as a heel promo. Yeah. Well, he so he hit a couple of points. He said, like, I'm a workhorse. Not a heel thing per se, but it is uh, actually his only, it is his only credit. Right. Uh, the thing that people don't deny about him is that he's a good wrestler. Okay. Uh, I know you don't like his moveset, but you still would say he's a good wrestler, right? Here's what I say about him. It's the same thing I say about Triple H as a wrestler. They are good 
enough. You will never see a Triple H match or a Roman Reigns match that is great because of Triple H or because of Roman Reigns. They are formidable, a formidable opponent. Like, if you are a great wrestler, you could have a great match with Triple H. And if you are a great wrestler, you could put on a great match with Roman Reigns. They will they will bat the ball back. They, right. will, they will make it happen for you. They will not fuck up your match. But you will never see a match that was made great by Roman Reigns. And I will say that I've never seen a match that was made great because of Triple H. It's, it's a weird slot to it is a main eventer slot, yeah. you know, but it's like it's you know they're not the Rock, they're not Stone Cold, they're not going to make you jump out of your seat with excitement about how awesome of a match they're having. Well, I would say also, I see what you mean because there's never a time where you're like that guy shined, but there is times where you're like he had a great match with that guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which is, I think it's a fair point. There's never like I, I would say there's times where. Cena has matches where I'm like, yo, Cena was pretty dope in that match. Dude, there's matches where I think Cena steals the show. Yeah. Cena's put on matches where, like, this guy Well, elevated. he switches up the moveset. That's his whole game. Dude, there, I could name three or four Cena matches off the top of my... And I'm not saying he's the best Cena wrestler Zane. in the world. Remember that Cena-Zane Cena match? Cena-Zane tore Cena the house AJ, down. Cena-AJ, all the Cena-AJ matches, Every all Cena the Cena-Owens matches. Uh, how about the Cena-Rollins... Brock Lesnar triple threat at Royal, at Royal Rumble. Rumble yeah, ago. that was amazing. Cena Cesaro was amazing when they did that on a random ass Raw yeah, yeah, four yeah. years ago. John Cena has wrestled. I don't care what you say. He is a better wrestler than Roman Reigns, and he has put on some show stopping matches. He is a. He's just better. He's been the star of matches where Roman. Never has. He doesn't. Yeah, Reigns never is, will be. I really like Reigns as a wrestler. He's had a couple matches out of nowhere where I'm like, that was great. He's put his on, great chemistry yeah. with Finn Balor that always catches my eye. Uh, he's great at wrestling little like smaller guys. Uh, he uh, I actually don't. When he wrestles bigger guys is when he looks worse because he's wearing the stupid vest. Right. He looks like a fool. Yeah. Uh, like, like when a, he's next to Lashley, you're like, look at the guy who's wearing a girdle. Right. He looks like a dunce. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a kind of a separate point, but I'm just saying uh, uh, I'm just saying that there aren't times where you're like, oh, Reigns, pff, Reigns killed it in that he's match. Never, no, he, could, he, could be in, he could be a part of great matches, and he could do really good. I'm not saying he's a bad wrestler. He doesn't wrestler, have spots, you remember. But he's not a, a, a scene stealer. He's not right. a showstopper. He's not amazing in the ring. So obviously, when everyone shits on Roman, shits on Roman, of course, we as rational fans are like, no, 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 he's actually good in ring, yeah. which is true. He is good in ring, but he's not one of the greats. He does a couple of things I like. I like when he jumps over the top rope, like onto dudes, because he doesn't look like, he looks too big to do that. Have you seen Drew McIntyre do it? He does a flip. He does a flip, yeah. 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 I, mean, I didn't Mac say he's worse than that. Dude, yeah, yeah. McIntyre is amazing. <laughs> I know when he hit his spear, Reigns can spear uh, off the ramp. I like that. His spear's good, but it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And you're right. Uh, okay, but Reigns. So the thing is that is like, okay, so my argument is that I feel stupid saying like, let's just have Reigns have his crowning moment because I've said it at WrestleMania, which I paid a lot of money to go to. Right. And like now it's like SummerSlam, which I'm going to pay a lot of money to go to. Right. And I'm like, oh, let's see this thing again. Like it's actually financially affecting me. Sure. These matches that are main eventing these pay-per-views I'm going to. But we got to see it because Reigns, there's no way he's walking out of this without his like victory. He's the younger guy coming up. He's the star. He's the guy accepting the awards at the SBs. Like whether you like it or not, they're not letting – 
no one else is winning this belt off of him. It's, well, yeah. it's, it's Reigns, for, as he has been for years, is the heir apparent to that belt. Yeah. However, I think they've been doing a little tap dance around it for so long, and it's never been the right time because everyone fucking hates him. Yeah. And I don't see how this is the right time unless you're just saying, let's pull the emergency ripcord. Lesnar's going to UFC. We can't have him show up and get his ass kicked with our belt. Like, if, you know, because he's going to go to UFC and fight Daniel Cormier at some point. Can he be WWE champion when he walks into that octagon and then potentially face a I loss? I think no. I think he could, but I could see why. Like, I don't think they're not going to do it. Though I don't think they're going to do it. I think they're going to take the belt off him before. Yeah. So are they going to take the belt? Uh, off Especially him at because Slam? it's that belt that you that Universal title is like. It's got. It's these. They got to legitimize it. I, I mean, it's legitimized on Brock, it's only but if it starts being at UFC, he starts losing, and he's not... He could potentially be gone for a year. Let's say he beats Cormier, right? right. Or he has a match that's close with Cormier where people want to see a rematch. Right. He's not coming back to wrestle between those matches. Well, the good news is he's not going to win or have a close match with Daniel Cormier. Right. Daniel Cormier's going to But I'm just talking the about the potential him. risks of the Raw belt, which is a we already know is a property that was bought for four times its value a right. couple but weeks ago. does the Raw belt look weak? If the holder of it gets beat up by like the real fighting leagues champion, no, I'm not even talking about the belt looking bad. I'm saying the belt just completely being absent for another I year. Gotcha. So, so it's time to take it off Brock, probably. Yeah, but is Roman taking it off him at SummerSlam? So here, so let, I say they've danced around it so much that they can't even do it now. It's just too ridiculous. Okay, well, this 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 will bring us to our next point. Okay, it, 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 by the way, this is just a side note, just to give Lashley some props because yeah. I never give him any props. Right, I like this spear flip move okay he did a spear into a flip he did he flipped with the spear like the impact made him flip yeah. which almost it seems crazy to think about the physics of it but it's very cool these are, to put things in perspective these are huge men yeah 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 uh what are you the soundboard are you the soundboard for yeah. the day yeah you cue me and i'll do it yeah so um I just cute shame. I don't know what you want uh, me to yeah, say. yeah 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 i was, I was uh, yeah so he had that so anyway uh Okay, so let, let's just move on to the next thing because it ties in, which is, okay, Braun Strowman yeah. is facing uh, Kevin Owens yeah. at SummerSlam, right. and the stipulation of the match is the winner, This, regardless of DQ, which is a big Huge. technicality here, Huge. whoever wins that match wins is now the holder of the briefcase. Right. So we imagine this match... Will happen before. Of course, I, uh, it'll. We know. Uh, we can. You can bet <laughs> your bottom dollar. Mm -hmm. This match will happen before the title match. Yeah. So look, potentially Kevin Owens could walk out of the of SummerSlam with the Universal Title. Which, by the way, that is my prediction. My prediction yeah. is that Kevin Owens walks out with the Universal Title at WrestleMania at and, SummerSlam. And he um and he's held that belt before. What I think will yeah he has. What I think is going to go down. This is just I'm excited about this i think is that strowman is gonna be faced with another spot where he's like i could kill him uh like throw him off the cage right he's like i could kill him but i'll lose the briefcase and he's gonna he can't help himself he doesn't he's gonna be mad at himself or something and so then you have kevin owens i don't know what that looks like or it right. might even just be like by accident he's just too strong he by accident throws him off something right. i don't know whatever right. he gets dq'd because he's too strong or whatever he like breaks the ropes by accident whatever it is and then kevin owens is like fucked up and has the case reigns is like real beat up from beating lesnar he wins and then kevin 
Kevin Owens cashes in all fucked up and Reigns is all fucked up. And you have a match of two guys who are really hurt. But you think Reigns is going to beat Lesnar for the belt? Yeah. If I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to. But Lesnar's going to like destroy him. I think it's rather whether it's. He's going to open him up again, by the way. I think whether it is Braun Strowman or Kevin Owens, one of them is fucking up that match for Reigns. Reigns will not hold the belt off of Brock. No one will beat Brock clean. It'll be schmozzy, but someone other than Brock is going to have the belt at the end of this thing. Yeah. Whether that be. KO, whether it be Braun Strowman or whether it be Reigns, because a third guy came in to use the case like Rollins, knocked out Lesnar, knocked out Reigns, and then Reigns pins the other guy. Yeah. But Reigns is not pinning Brock for that belt because it's just they've they've flirted with too long. Now, here's what I think. Where's Sami Zayn? Well, that's what I was saying. How about this? How about he has double shoulder surgery? Yeah, but check this out. Hear me out. This would be the coolest thing they could do. Kevin Owens, the stipulation is no matter how he wins, he gets to take the case. Three minutes into the match, Sami Zayn pops in, does a hell of a kick to Kevin Owens just so that he wins the match. Like yeah. he hits Kevin Owens, yeah. so Kevin Owens is now the Jericho, winner. But yeah, Jericho. I mean, yeah. why? Whoever. But someone comes in who's in cahoots with Kevin Owens yeah. and purposely hits Kevin Owens, and then they both celebrate because Kevin Owens won by DQ. That's how I think Kevin Owens should win the case. I don't know if they're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, But I think that'd be really I cool. I just think it just, I think Kevin Owens, like, you think about sending that SummerSlam uh, crowd home happy, which they haven't done in a couple of years. Right. You've been there. Yeah. Uh, the, is, the uh, is Kevin Owens walking out with that title. Everyone will go nuts. Nuts. Go and I think that'd also, be amazing. A, I would love to, have you, we've never seen a cash-in of a guy who's hurt. You always see a fresh cash-in. What about a hurt cash-in? Well, because how are you going to win if you're hurt? I know, but he's just like fucking. I'm doing it. It's SummerSlam. Let's let's have at it, baby. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I'm just excited about that. I think uh, probably what is actually going to happen is just like a Strowman will cash in in a similar to a Seth Rollins situation. He'll just That's join mid, yeah. and then probably we'll see Strowman walk out with the That's title probably what as a pin on Roman Reigns. Yeah, I think the easiest thing to happen is that Strowman just kills KO, looks super strong, and then cashes in during that match and and takes the belt off these guys. I guess my only thing is the only way to make Roman Reigns like fade away is to give him like a strong win and then he'll have a little run and then he loses the belt and then you know your natural drop down to IC level I think he's going to hold that belt again, but they've made Brock so powerful and yeah. they've had him lose and Brock's been so elusive to him for so long that I think it's just it's just not going to make sense for him to beat Brock finally and it's at this SummerSlam like that just doesn't seem where it's going to go down but I think he does beat Brock clean in like five years from now or something, when they're both kind of, you know, not not themselves anymore. You know, I think he could take yeah. the belt. Do you think Ambrose fucks with Reigns Well, that's here? the thing. People think Ambrose is coming back during SummerSlam. He's cleared, right? Yeah. So it very much could be like an Ambrose comes to help Reigns during the situation. Well, Ambrose coming back as a full-on heel is the only way to make him work in my head. I mean, Ambrose will never work in this town again as far as I'm concerned <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm giving him the you'll never work in this town again speech alright we're gonna play uh, two lows cash in on Reigns cause I've skipped two lows cash ins a couple weeks in a row uh, and then I wanna talk I still wanna talk more about this Strowman Kevin Owens thing cause they had some great interesting performances the week, this week Nine twenty-eight a.m. Wednesday Eastern Standard tiptoe with two low time and it, I have just realized why we have waited this long and had this many Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar fights because it has all been a work and a delay 
for a Shield reunion at SummerSlam. You have Seth versus Dolph. Seth is in a crazy match. Gets a sneak attack from Drew McIntyre. In comes Dean's Jeans Ambrose to save the day. Boom. Rollins is your new IC champion. Then Roman's getting his ass kicked against Brock. He's got him cut open. He just keeps hitting him with F5 after F5 after F5 to really bury him. What happens? The Shield music, a.k.a. Roman Reigns music hits. In from the crowd comes Dean Ambrose, Jeans Ambrose, and Seth Rollins in full Shield gear. They come down. Lesnar's calling him to the ring. Come on, come on. What happens? Boom. One clean spear. Reigns wins the Universal title at SummerSlam. They pick Lesnar up. Triple powerbomb through the fucking table. Shield fist over Lesnar. Ends SummerSlam. Shield reunion. Universal champion Roman Reigns. IC champion Seth Rollins. Next night on Monday Night Raw, they fucking beat whoever the champion is for the tag team titles, and the Shield is on top, <laughs> and all is right in the world, and Vince McMahon is a genius for this amazing work. Tiptoe Tula. Bye. What a mark. Uh, he wants to throw every title on the Shield in one night. In one night. Very marky. Very marky. Bleeding into Monday night. Um, I can't see I can't see them doing anything with the Shield personally just because of how well Rollins is working with the burn it down thing right now. Right. So it's like... To get Rollins to that spot took so much work. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, no one hates Dean Ambrose more than me. I think he's a waste of a roster spot. I, I see nothing in him. <laughs> There's nothing for me in Dean Ambrose. He's a waste of my time. So a Shield reunion to me, unfortunately, I think they're past the Shield. Like, it'll happen at some point, but will that be this point? I don't know. The Shield is like a Roman Reigns who I'm fucking sick of, Dean Ambrose who I never liked, and Seth Rollins, it's like I'd rather just see Seth Rollins on his own. I think know? they already like they already blew it. Like it didn't work out the last time for injury reasons, right? And then it's just now it's just done. You know, like it's just like the timing sucked last time. It's too soon to do it. Right. Not to mention those Shield shirts are on, really on sale on the WB shop. Oh uh, yeah, is that is that how we make our predictions based <laughs> on like what the price of the shirts is online? I got an Acid Watch Shield shirt, the one with like the three yeah, hands, yeah, and it was yeah. like seven ninety nine. Do they have one that says the Hounds of Justice? Mm, acid style? Acid In any style. That's well, what Randy Orton spits on it, by the way. You know that. What? Oh, when he spits his venom? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> look, the minute, the minute they make an RKO or Randy Orton acid wash shirt, I'm picking that up. Yeah. I love acid And they're wash. not going to do that. But unless he starts wearing that again, but we'll get to Randy Orton. I want to stick with this Strowman thing. So, yeah. okay. So, well, well, we'll stick with Kevin Owens. So, Kevin Owens, I thought, cut a really great promo. I mean, he's, he's amazing. On Raw. He's amazing. So, a couple things about it I really liked. It was super personal, which I think was really cool. Also, his tone has switched since Extreme Rules. Mm -hmm. We had the Kevin o the, the Kevin Owens character is always so three dimensional. We had the Kevin Owens, the guy who was he was a little um, he was a little uh, goofier. He was a yeah, little he was like, a little bit of a of a comedy act. He was a comedy act, and he was uh, who, who? How did somebody put the way I put his? Someone repeated how I said his giving his giving that he's trying. As hard as he can to not do anything, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. But now it's just like, yo, you crossed a line. It was like my son said this, and his tone of his voice. He was like that scene we like in Breaking Bad, season three, Pinkman, where he's like, I'm not saying no to it. 
the drugs. Like I'm saying yeah. no to you. Yeah. You know, like he that. Was mad. He was hurt and 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 ready to fucking right. make an impact. You're like he's the guy who says bitch, but it's like no, no, no. Now he's like something snapped right. here, and that's the thing. Kevin Owens is just like you will, you will pay. For what you did to me. I will take everything away from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love it because you believe it when he says Yeah, you're it. like, he's going to do it. It's like he knows that he can't just go up to Strowman and beat him up. Right. Physically, he's outmatched. Right. And he tried to elude him before. He's like, no, I will resort to some means. And now we're getting more of the, like, angry Kevin Owens, which we always liked. Right. A healy, sneaky, and yet still dangerous Kevin Owens. And now he already went to Stephanie, who, by the way, had a great acting moment. What'd she do? <laughs> she had a moment with I had this soundboard where Kevin Owens went there to ask for this match. Yeah. You know, he's a lot, you know, he plays the politics. Right. He's like, he's kind of has that like little finger vibe to him or whatever. Like uh, he's like aligning himself with the constable. Right. And, uh, and he's back there and he's like, Hey, I want to have this match. And here's the, you know, and then like, you're asking for a match with Strowman. Yeah, sure. We'll give you that. Like yeah. whatever. And then he's like, well, yeah, well, here's the stipulation. And he's like, if I, if he loses, no matter what, like I get the, uh, if I win, no matter what DQ, whatever he, you know, I get the briefcase. And then Kurt's like, oh, 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 I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, he thought that was the good yeah, acting yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, you gotta see it. I, I can't saw do it. it. I remember you it. Can't do it. it was fine. It was ten out of ten acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is from Toyota commercial actor <laughs> Toyota Dan Black. Toyota commercial actor. All right. Well, do we need to get Skylar Aston's opinion. I would love <laughs> real, yo Skylar real actor Skylar <laughs> Skylar opinion. Uh, when Not you Toyota this, commercial we, actor. Yeah, we we need a cash in of you in telling me if that Stephanie moment was good. Even though there's a conflict of interest, he's friends with Stephanie McMahon. There's That's a conflict true. of interest. She sent him action figures in the past. Okay, so he could either say and he introduced me to Stephanie. That's amazing. But he could either say this was a legitimate great acting moment or he could say what do you say to Stephanie if somebody introduces you to her? what do you say to her sup girl <laughs> no honestly what, what do what, I say what would you honestly say I would say that you, oh you, hey Stephanie I'm Jason Shabira nice to meet you uh love what you guys do <laughs> yeah 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 see okay that's, that's good what, that's what I would do yeah I said hey <laughs> I think I said she I was like hey Dan she's like hey Stephanie I was like yeah, um yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah? That's very natural. <laughs> of course. Yeah. No, I don't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter what we were saying. Uh, uh, <laughs> the acting moment. Yeah. Well, he could either say this was a great moment of acting, or if he wanted to be, you know, if it, if he doesn't believe it was an, an amazing piece of A-plus acting, and he wants to be political, he could be, he's, he's an adult man, he knows how to be pragmatic, but he could say something along the lines of, you know, I thought it was a good performance, but I don't know if it was like an all-star acting moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, if Skyler, if you don't like it, you can give us some alt reads. You can mm. give us maybe a read. I like it. Okay. Anyway, I liked it. I think it was just different. To be honest, yeah, it, was it was just different. different. It was different. Um, by anyway. the way, Vince McMahon. We didn't even talk about, it, but Vince opened up Raw by introducing Stephanie. Yeah. Love seeing Vince. When I see Vince McMahon, I get fucking ready. Like, he's the guy. I love, I marked out so hard for Vince. The crowd was cheering. Now, usually when the crowd cheers, he eats it up for a little bit, and then he yeah. turns immediately and heals out, and then yeah. they boo him so hard. He's yeah. the best in the business at doing that. And But he didn't. You know what happened? And I, I don't want to go off track too hard. Yeah. He uh, he showed up on Raw. I'm watching Raw. I text my fiance, Chet Siegel, and I text her. Yeah, what do you think of this for a baby name? Vincent Kennedy Shabiro. <laughs> I didn't tell her why. She doesn't know who, you know, yeah. she doesn't know who that is. Yeah. So she was like, nah, Kennedy's too Irish and like Vince. I don't like Vince. <laughs> but like, I was like, Vincent Kennedy Shabiro. I would name my kid that. That's how much I love Vince. 
Okay. Nice extreme uh, opinion here. Good. Uh, yeah, so anyway, we, we got a nice thing going here. I think, okay, the other thing is that Strowman lost the monster voice a little bit. Did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, he dropped it. He went straight regular voice. Lana dropped her accent. Strowman's dropped yeah. his gravel. What's next? Is there phasing out the monster voice, or maybe it was just a, they were trying it out for a week? Maybe his throat hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, he had the uh, yeah. Anyway, I just thought that that was um, he like hit on Alexa. <laughs> what did he say exactly to her? He was just like especially a shout out to my mixed match mix mix tag partner. Match tag partner. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought I liked it. I just think they're headed. You you keep saying it's the era Strowman's over or whatever. I, I think he peaked. <sighs> but I I, but I, that's what I think. But I don't see any new evidence of that week to week. But I think that they did something a little bit wrong with him. They botched it a little bit. But maybe they'll overcome. Like I don't think he's. I've shown any sign of his popularity declining. I thought it would. I thought he'd start feeling a little bit more right. overexposed because they're just letting him win everything. But putting the briefcase in the line, this is pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool if he loses. Yeah, you know, it's also cool if he wins the belt with it. How important? This is a, an important pay per view for the briefcase. Well, that's that just hits on exactly what I'm saying. How important do you consider the briefcase in WWE canon? Like in 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 terms of like WWE universe. Like if they remove the briefcases, well, how would well, uh, chaos? <laughs> the world would crumble. People would be very upset. The briefcase is, is like another belt, only it's more fun. It's like yeah. a wild card. There's an experiment, okay? Yeah. Scientific experiment, to be exact, where they have a rats in a cage, and they hit a little lever, and it gives them a pellet of food, right? Yeah. And they found where the rats would hit the lever, and no food would come out, they would stop hitting it. They would never hit it again. Yeah. When the rats hit the lever and every time they hit it, food came out, they would hit it sometimes. And then they'd get food when they want it, right? But when they had a lever that sometimes would spit out food, but sometimes would not spit out food, it was sort of like a mystery, sort of like a gamble, right? Yeah, yeah. They would be addicted to hitting it. They would hit it nonstop forever. They'd become obsessed. And that just goes to show you that a little bit of chaos, a little bit of confusion, a little bit of gamble yeah. and mystery is fucking gripping, man. So the the money in the bank is way more addictive than any title swap. We need the money in the bank. We yeah. need that question mark in our life. Yeah, that's right. You're right. I'm a scientist. Introduce a little chaos. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. They sh they should have that. They should have that that lever. Like whenever a wrestler goes to the ring, they can hit. They can hit the lever randomly. You get like a Wonka contract. It'd be great. Why not? It is the Wonka effect, right? Like, with the golden tickets, you're like, you're going to go buy a shit ton of those chocolates. Sure. Sure. Yo, that'd be so funny if they'd some, some kind of thing where every time a wrestler, it's like a running thing where it's like, you go to the ring, you got to press this button. Like, you might have a shit. Probably not. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I just like the money in the bank brief. I'm good with the money in the bank brief. Again. All right. Well, I'm, I'm th listen, they need a new idea. I don't think so. The, you, don't, think you don't like, the what about a slot machine? Uh, yeah, and every time you come out, and, and then if you get three Strowmans, you have to fight Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you get an auto win where you're like, oh, you just won the match. You, yeah, don't, you, have to, buy. you don't have to have the match. Uh, they can have a pay-per-view called Casino Night. They should have a pay-per-view called Casino Night. It should be in Vegas. Yeah. The Vegas, it, yeah. That's a lot. I like, now we're finally stumbled upon something that I actually <laughs> yeah. like. You were kind of you know, leading me down a path. I didn't know where we were going for a little bit, but this makes sense to me. 
casino night. Yeah, in in Vegas. the house, in our house, but in the house. I don't know what casino. I'm just casino saying, night. Yeah, they do casino night where the all the superstars come down. They have to they have to do a lottery. They have yeah. to play roulette. Maybe yeah, a big yeah. roulette board with everyone's picture on it. I would like that. Yeah, you, and you then spin it, the ball. Right. And then okay, I love that. All right, uh, let's not say too much. I don't want to steal the ideas. Okay. What's next? What are we next? Okay, let's move on to. Well, all right, let's move to the. Actually, I want to talk about. This is probably. But let's talk about this Bailey Sasha thing quick. So, sure. he, uh, Bailey Sasha. Uh, are they having a lesbian romantic relationship? I don't think so. But they're just they're just sort of like writing this really poorly. So it seems like maybe you it's think romantic. so? I think deliberately they're following the like Golden Kenny Omega Lovers. thing. I think that this is their answer to it. Like we'll one up it. We'll make it female. Golden Lesbos. And it's like the Golden Lesbos. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I yeah. I, Sasha I Banks is turning the uh, bank statement into the Outback. Like what? Like a super? <laughs> like a super? Oh, that's a long walk, man. Yeah, that's a long, long ass walk. That's a long walk. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So yeah, I, look, <laughs> the tag finish. It hasn't read to me yet as like romantic. It just no, I, as, like, I think friend, they're gonna like, keep it questionable. She said, "I love you," and you're gonna be like, "What?" And then they're gonna like hug and be kind of like. In, I think they're gonna keep. They're gonna follow the Omega thing. Yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. Why not? Maybe it'll be slightly interesting. I mean, this feud has been such a zero for me for months. I've just been bored out of my fucking skull. I wanted to stop watching wrestling entirely. I don't even want to watch Lucha Underground because of how bad this feud is. It's interesting because these guys, it's such a confusing feud. And also, they seem so in their own like world of re relevance. Right. Like, they don't even feel like they're in the WWE like, universe anymore. Yeah, they're yeah, they're like, like completely thing. not focused on the title at all right uh and maybe that's because there's no tag title so they can't be in like a subdivision or whatever they're just having this like weird few they like fought two jobbers and uh that but they might be gearing them up to be like a weird kind of like sexually ambiguous female tag team and then when they introduce the tag division you'll have like, the sasha bailey and you're like what are they are they lesbians like what is it right and like like the golden lovers yeah, but the Golden they Lovers... They tend to just copy shit, right? Yeah, like, of course. But I wonder, I feel like the Golden Lovers... I mean, it was never super-duper explicit. Like, they're not, like, tongue-kissing in the middle of the ring. Yeah, WWE's obviously going to do it more explicit. That's how they do everything. Well, I wonder about that. I don't know. Is the world ready for the Golden Lesbos? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The tag finish is the, uh, the Subaru. That's a, still a long walk, man. You explain that joke, and it's still a long walk. <laughs> I don't have any way to... What would that look... <laughs> Well, did they do kind of a just because it's the word back? You have the ba Bailey to Bailey. Yeah, that's kind of like a that's like a belly. To but it's a long walk because you're insinuating <laughs> that lesbians drive Subaru Outbacks. Yeah, they do. But I don't know that stereotype. That's how the car got popular. I think from lesbians. I think so. What the fuck are you talking about? Look it up. Look up a Wikipedia page that says did the Subaru Outback reach popularity. What <laughs> lesbians found out about Wait, it? Wait, all right. Am I? Is this something? Is this a fake fact? How is this any fact? I'm this telling is, you, this is true. This, and I think it's common knowledge. I think you're you out think of this the, is common knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, the Subaru is known as a car, a lesbian car, and How? I think it actually got market share that way. What? All right, hold on. Google, I, what, yeah, how, what should I Google? I don't even know, Subaru, man. I could tell you what to Google. Subaru lesbian? Sure. How an ad campaign made lesbians fall in love with Subaru? Okay, so it was an ad campaign. Subaru. Yeah, I thought this was like common knowledge. That the Subaru Outback is a car associated with...
the lesbian community? Why do lesbians love Outbacks and Forest? <laughs> <laughs> Two popular Subarus. This is, <laughs> this is insanity. This is me laugh because it's like because uh, it's so it's so specific <laughs> and so random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> obviously, it's it starts talking about Kate McKinnon for no reason. Well, she's a very um, popular woman who identifies in the LGBT community. Um. It's so funny to think that a car would be associated with any, any kind of sexuality, sure, of even course. if they were just like, yo, that's the straightest car. That car's only for fucking Oh, uh, well, no, nah, you're, you're talking about the Ford, Ma- Ford Mustang. <laughs> yeah, the most straightest <laughs> car in the biz, the Camaro. Yeah. No, look, hold on. So we see an article here that says that there's been an ad campaign of Subarus that is targeted towards lesbians. It was the mid-90s, and sales of Subaru cars were in decline. To reverse the company's fortunes, Subaru of America had created its first luxury car, even though the small automakers was known for plain but dependable cars and hired a trendy advertising agency. I got to get to the, the lesbian part. I mean, are we, <laughs> is this something we should do offline and post in the group about? Their search for niche groups led Subaru to the third rail of marketing. They discovered that lesbians loved their cars. Lesbian liked their dependability and size. And even the name Subaru. Why? They were four times more likely than an average co- consumer to buy a Subaru. Lesbians love the name Subaru? <laughs> I guess so. On what grounds? I don't know. Do we have any lesbian? We need We the- need a lesbian cash-in. I need a lesbian cash-in and to explain to me why lesbians like the Subaru name. What's so good about that name? This I and by the way, Subaru is looking no, for niche groups. There like, is no way that it is common knowledge that Subaru that lesbians love Subarus. This guys, is, go on the hit the Facebook page four in the morning under his eye. Blessed be the fruit. Yeah, everyone knows this except you. Go find someone walking around here in the offices right now. Uh, let me tell you, there's not many things in the world that everyone knows about that I don't know about. I'm pretty in tune. Everyone knows this. All right, I'm not, I'm not leaving the podcast to fucking ask a random person in the you hallway. You got it. It's too funny. You want me to do that yeah, right just go, now? All right, right now we're in the Sirius XM Christ. studios. Shabs is going to get up, All go right. find a random person. I mean, I can't just ask anybody because if this is offensive, they might be like, it's not offensive. I'll be like, hey, buddy, do lesbians love Subarus? And somebody's going to be like, what the fuck is this guy's deal? <laughs> it's just random. It's not funny. All right. Well, I'll be right. It's not offensive. And I'll keep reading this article. <laughs> Actually, I'll move on to something else. Fuck you. I want to be here for that. All right, you know what I'll do? I'll play a cash-in. Great. All right, we're going to play a cash-in. You guys are loving this chaos today. And now, here we go. Shebs is now in the hallway looking for someone to ask if this is common knowledge. And here, we're going to play a cash-in while this goes down. What's up, This is Brewster. First time cash-in. Big fan of the show. Uh, just wanted to come to defense the WWE here at my cash-in. Um, I've seen a lot of butterings on social media, uh, the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook group under his iPhone Morning, uh, Twitter, other parts of the Internet. Um, I see it all the time that people like to complain about WWE's programming, especially in comparison to a product like New Japan. Um, in one facet, I do kind of understand. I really, I do enjoy a lot of the New Japan uh, pay-per-views. But on the other hand, it's got to really give it up to WWE. I mean, 52 weeks a year, they are putting out content. New Japan doesn't have a weekly show. I don't know if a lot of people even know that. They just have a pay-per-view every once in a while. 
and it really only has like three good matches on it. You don't give a shit about the other ones. And WWE is putting out content like crazy, six hours a week, plus to do a goddamn pay-per-view every month. I'm watching Raw right now, I'm a day behind, and it is actually pretty good. Um, and I can't really watch a Monday New Japan show right now. Uh, it would really be great to watch Cody Rhodes fight Kenny Omega on a Tuesday, but instead I've got AJ Styles burning down the house. Um, so just really wanted to uh, leave my first cash in in defense of WWE. Yeah, some of it sucks ass, but if you took the best content from a year of WWE and stacked it up against the like fucking 15 hours you get from New Japan, the best shit from WWE there's so much of it, and it, it, it outweighs New Japan by a ton. So thanks a lot, guys. Keep making a great show, and fuck all the losers posting weird memes in the Facebook group. Thank you. Wow. Nice turn at the end to get super aggressive. Fuck all the losers. No, thanks for cashing in, bro. Thanks for listening to the show. Great take. If you took all of, that's a great way to put it. Like, take all the best WWE moments of the year right. and stack them up to the amount of New Japan content. Right. Put that up. That'd be that's interesting. That's an interesting stat. And then there's also an interesting stat of just taking the best matches from each, and then you see how that go down. Shebs is back here. He I'm went. Back. He found someone. Tell us your findings about the Subaru uh, lesbian debacle. Pat Tully uh, uh, said that. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. He said lesbians. He a, said that. They did. A, they did a South Park episode about it. That's what he said. Really? I mean, I guess I've been behind so, it myself. Yeah, part. man. So you you were shocked that you wouldn't know something I'm, in the zeitgeist. I'm, look, I've been... Looks like you're wrestling with the zeitgeist. I'm there. wrestling with the zeitgeist right now. Let me tell you something. I am shocked that something of this magnitude has, has blindsided me. I am also shocked at the content that <laughs> lesbians love Subarus. That yeah. is shocking to me. Because of the name. They like the durability... The dependability, the size, and the name yeah. is what they liked about that shot. Do we have any? Listen, I, 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 there's no chance we have a lesbian listener who has a Subaru. There's I mean, no chance. sure there's a chance because apparently every lesbian in the world fucking loves Subaru. So I don't know. Anyway, the point is he knew about it. You were right. I was wrong. Uh, I'm shocked uh, again about the content that I've learned about it and also the fact that I had no idea that this was a thing. I would love for people to weigh in in the Facebook group and like let me know if you've ever heard of this before because I certainly never did. And uh, Subaru yeah, decided to you. launch an ad campaign focused on lesbian customers. It was such an unusual decision and such a success that it pushed gay and lesbian advertising from the fringes to the mainstream. When did this happen? <laughs> This is in the 90s. In the 90s? Yeah, it said this is in the 90s. Are you sure you're not talking Subaru about- Subaru was going out of business, and they needed a niche market, and they tapped into the lesbian community, like durability, and the name Subaru. Why the name Subaru? I don't know. Should we talk about professional wrestling? No. I'm, Wait, no, should I try not- my joke again? <laughs> What's your joke? Sasha Banks is going to change the name of the, what was it called? The bank statement yeah. to the Outback. No, that's still a bad joke, yeah. but it should be called- the, the Outback to Belly? The Subaru statement? The Subaru statement? The, this isn't a funny joke. Finding Forrester. You may have shown me a hole in my knowledge base, but you will not tell me that that joke is funny. It's not a great joke. Check out the UCB. No, no, never mind. It's not a UCB. Check out the Comedians Wrestling SummerSlamtacular Saturday, 8-18, August 18th at midnight at the Caveat Theater. Dolph Ziggler will be in the house. I'll be in the house. Our first ever live show in New York City. Caveat.nyc. You can get your tickets. Let's move on to one more point about Raw and then on to SmackDown. Down. Smack it down. Okay, cool. So B team retains the title. Um, 
It looks like they're all in on the B team. I bring this up. I don't, I don't, even, I don't know. I bring this up only. Well, it's the there are the tag titles, but I bring this up because I really like the finish of this match. So uh, they wanted a clean. They kind of wanted a clean way for them to win. Yeah. Uh, for the B team to win, it looks like, and so they had like Bray Wyatt just he like fell full weight onto uh, Matt Hardy, right? And then it accidentally rolled up into a pit. Yeah, it, it was, looks really slick. It was novel. It looks slick. Yeah. I don't think it looks slick. It looked <laughs> I like thought two, it looked slick. Like two fat guys colliding. <laughs> no, I mean it didn't look like uh, it didn't look like ballet. But I'm saying it was a cool finish. It was. A you ever seen a finish where the fatter uh, <laughs> the fatter of a tag team falls onto he falls onto his guy and rolls into a pin? I'll say it was a novel finish. It was a it was like an interesting because it was a new thing I haven't really seen before. Right. But I didn't really like it. Well, Deleuze World went full heel after the match, and um, there's talk about the Hardys leaving WB and I think that's all at work because they're mentioning Jeff Hardy too much and I think that Matt Hardy did some ominous tweets and those were about I think those were about the chain them going heel but I don't know uh, it would be a bummer if the Hardys left we only got one ultimate deletion right there needs to be more and by the way they got to get Bray out of this gimmick I mean in this universe in the WWE universe getting deleted just means you disappear for a couple weeks and then come back as somebody's tag team partner there was no change to his character I know. there was no change to his it's appearance that's what delete, being deleted is all about that's what I want to see alright speaking of things you want to see Let's move on to Smack It Down. Okay. So, okay. So, um, let's bring up this first. We locked it. We have the heavyweight, the universal title match, Reigns versus Brock. And now we have the WWE Championship match, which will be AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe at SummerSlam. How you feeling? I feel good, man. I feel great. I will say, weird move, bro, about Samoa Joe. Like... You have the contract. Just sign the goddamn contract. You, you like know? Joe Hawk? He didn't have the Joe Hawk anymore. The Joe Hawk is gone. <laughs> now he has your haircut. He again. still has the, but he still has it in the back. It's he's still got a Hawk fade. in the he's back. Got, he's got a Samoan fade. Going he has a haircut you got that time. One in the time, back. I I live in Brooklyn, and one time I went to a black barber shop, and I asked them to just line up my neck, and they gave me some sort of fade, like a Brooklyn fade. Like they gave me a thing that I did not ask for. <laughs> it looked very ridiculous. I loved it. You. I thought it was so funny. You got to post that on the, for the Facebook page. That picture. I don't know. If I, I don't know if I still have that picture. Oh, uh, okay. If the people want to see it. If someone calls. Be honest, if they want to see my Brooklyn fade, I'll post it, but I'm not going to dig it up otherwise. Yeah, um, it's cool on anyone but you. So, uh, oh, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, AJ, so I, cool thing. We talked last week about how AJ is like the champ. You know, yeah. it's like he checks all the boxes for yeah. me of what a champion is. Fantastic. Said, one of the best champions ever. This is like him coming in there and immediately talking about evolution and yeah. just being like, I thought of my daughter immediately about how like she could do anything. He said, I'm a husband. I'm a father. Yeah. The first thing I thought of when I heard about the evolution was my baby girl. The guy just bleeds red, white, and blue in a time where the flag's bleeding. Uh, <laughs> in this time, it's a fractured time. America's divided. What are you going to do? Make a Sasha Baron Cohen show about it? Yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen? Or are you going to step up and be a true American AJ's hero? AJ's still like just AJ Styles. chugging milk, taking five of minutes. He never stop. <laughs> he has no idea what's happening. He thinks the earth's flat. He he's just like a li he's Liberty Bell. Anyway, so uh, AJ Styles, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, he looked so jacked up also. 
He looked great. I mean, he's fantastic looking. Yeah, he looks great. It's he's just crazy because every I always hear like every couple months someone's like, "Yeah, listen, my guy in the inside saying that like AJ's uh, knees are gone," and then he comes out looking more jacked than ever the next day. I mean, the word on the street is he's pushing it to the end of his rope. He's just like he's getting older. But he's just like, I'm not going out till I have my fucking moment. Yeah. And he's just grinding himself into dust. But that's fine because he's going to have that moment. He's been doing nothing short of delivering. Yeah. And I will say nothing about his appearance. I believe it's a point that's been brought up on the pod before, but it bears repeating. He is the only wrestler who comes out with dry, blow-dried hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In, today, in this day and age. The wrestlers that we see, the hair, the wetter, the better. I heard that back before he goes out. Every week, the spritz girl comes up there and he's like, ah, ah, ah. No. Nah. I'm Adrian. No. No, like, there's, there's definitely someone wetting their hair but as they go it, out. Is it a spritz girl? Yeah, it's a spritz girl. I think it's uh, I think it's an old Italian barber with, uh, with no, a No, it's a lesbian spritz girl driving a Subaru. Nice. Nice. Anyway. You want to ask for this? Oh, hey, yeah. Jacob. I have a, we got one more person. I have a question for you. Uh, I'm trying to get objective opinion if people know about this or not. Because I had no idea. Did you know that the that Subaru is a is like associated with lesbians? Lesbians love Subarus. I've never heard I've of that. Never fucking wow. Are we one for one? Appar but it was on South Park already. Pat Tully's heard yeah. of this. He told me it's common knowledge. I've never heard this in my life. Never. I'm with you. All right. There wow. Maybe All right. It's generational. You heard, you heard it here first. We're maybe tied, maybe tied the, at one. Maybe the kids know about Does it. Does South Park count as a vote for me? No, South Park doesn't count as a vote for me. <laughs> okay. What about that article? <laughs> I mean, it's an article. It's not common knowledge. There's a lot of articles that aren't common knowledge. So, uh, anyway, uh, what do you think of Paige firing Ellsworth? <laughs> Loved it. Paige is fantastic. Paige is so good. Paige is the best GM in the history of WWE. I like that Ellsworth was just like picking on her, and she was like, we don't make fun of people Yeah, here. but that was funny because she started by making fun of him. <laughs> yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. you're a joke. Anyway, we don't make fun of people at the WWE, you fucking joke. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you yeah. do. She's yeah. like, you don't make fun of me. Okay. She's great. Okay, anyway, um, so Samojo attacks, and then he drops the line, which is that, like, the way it's, Paige is all pissed off at him, she's like, he's like, the way you want to do it, that was pedestrian. Yeah, that was, that was a funny line. The way I did it was phenomenal. I mean, he's, he's won me over with his yeah. mic stuff. And he's my favorite tough guy promo. Because he does it, he sounds tough when he's tough yeah. talking. And he looks tough. Yeah, he looks tough. He looks like he'll kick your ass. Here's what I think. You got a problem with this Bob? I do not. I, I didn't like Samoa Joe when he first came to WWE. I liked him, but I thought people were saying like, this guy's the best, he's the future. I'm like, ah, hold your horses. Yeah. I think he's good. But he needs to show me he's great. And he's doing good every week. Like Arlen's got such beef with the physique. Yeah, his physique is dog shit. I mean, he <laughs> yeah. looks like crap. But I think Arlen also has an issue with his, his clothing choice. Like, he doesn't like the shorts. I think he's got a lot. Samoa Joe has a lot that's not working for him. But he also has a lot that is working for him, you know? He should have kept the Joe Hawk. That goes without saying. But, um... I don't know. I really like this promo. I like him saying p pedestrian. I yeah, funny. pedestrian's a great line. Now, here's what I thought would Comedians be amazing. Comedians drop pedestrian about so non-comics. I like to say... And civilian. I like to say plebes. Yeah. Anyway, my, my, here's what I think should happen. He comes out. He puts AJ in the Kikina clutch, puts him to sleep, and then he signs the contract, right? And then Paige is like, what the fuck, dude? You were going to be on that contract anyway, right? Yeah. Wouldn't it be cooler if the match was supposed to be with someone else and he just is the one who signs on the dotted line? So now he has it. Like if he stole the match from someone else by just writing his name on the contract, that would have been cooler to me. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I was shocked when Paige was like, I chose you. Right. It would have been yeah. so much cooler if she's like, that was supposed to go to I, Rusev, you I, son of a bitch. I think I liked it that way because it was uh, not what I expected. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I thought that's what he did, so it was cool that it surprised me. By the way, speaking of Coquino Clutch, this is a random thing, but I was in, I uh, I've talked I talked about this on the pod, I actually played this clip on the air of In Master of None, Aparna drops a bunch of wrestling lines. Yeah. You saw that? Yeah. Well, I've seen it on this show. You heard it on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So I was with Aparna. We were we wrapped on Crashing. We were riding on the uh, in the van together. Uh, I was with Jamie, and we were getting dropped off home. We were just sitting there. It's like 1 in the morning. It's like completely silent. Yeah. And then I was just like, hey, Aparna, this is a random thing, but you remember when you dropped all those like wrestling <laughs> references, a master done? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like. That was cool. All right. <laughs> like, nice, good combo. Yeah, I, was like, that's, I was like, well, I don't even know why I brought this up. Like, there's nothing to say. I was like, yeah, those were pretty accurate, you know? And she was like, yeah, the writers, like, made it really accurate. That's all the info I had on there. Yeah. But uh, I remember that because she had to say Kakina Clutch, and she said it better than you did right now. All right. I like to call it the Cappuccino Clutch. <laughs> the Cappuccino Clutch. Um, but that's an example of sometimes where I bring up wrestling and I just shouldn't. Totally. But I Do think you add that? I go on – some people in the group sometimes say, like, oh, you know, I'm sort of like an embarrassed wrestling fan. Like, I don't – No, I don't have any of that. That's Here's what dumb. I do. That's that's dumb. Within five minutes of meeting me, you're going to know two things. One, I'm Jewish, and I'm fucking proud about it. And yeah. two, I'm a wrestling fan, and I'm fucking proud about that's it. That's number two? Yeah, I make it in your face. Yeah. In your house. The pay-per-view. <laughs> what about casino pay-per-view? It's coming to a lesbian <laughs> Subaru near you. Man, we came up with the gold ideas here. Casino night? Yeah, yeah. Casino night. We got Skyler's gonna <laughs> cash in his acting tips yeah. to Stephanie. I, uh, you know what I'd like to hear? I'd like to hear Skyler also give a review of Elias's album. Skyler's very oh, musically yeah. gifted. I'd like to see what, what he thinks about this. I'm a, a layman. I'm a pedestrian yeah. when it comes to you know music. Yeah. But I thought it was a phenomenal, a phenomenal album. Yeah. Very funny. It's everything you want from Elias. It was great. Did you see this interview he did? I mean, I, I don't mean to derail, yeah. but he was saying they were comparing him to like other <laughs> superstars that have played the like Honky Tonk. Yeah, he's like a Honky Tonk Man or the Rock, and he's like, he's like Honky Tonk Man didn't actually play guitar. Okay, I'm the first guy who they come out with it as a yeah. prop. He's like, I'm coming out and I'm fucking jamming. I know that, that's a he. The reason that Elias is as popular as he is is that is because of that. It's because he's the first guy who has been handed a guitar who decided maybe I'll learn to play this fucking thing. He, I think he learned no, how to play it, before he... No, it was based around it. I mean, that's yeah. where the development system, where they're like, all right, what, what, do, you got? what do you got here? You ever see Beyond the Mat? And then, yeah. like, what do you got? Puke. Yeah, and Draws is like, well, I can vomit on command. It's like, well, and your name's Puke. Like, no. show it to me. Puke for me, you little Show bitch. it to me. <laughs> All right, come here, you little piece of shit. I heard you could puke. You guys know my Vince impression, right? Yeah, it's who you're Vince. Hello, I'm Vince. My name is Vincent. <laughs> my name is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Kennedy McMahon. Okay. Uh, all right, so Randy Orton's back, baby. Oh, I, you know I love it. So this was one of... The most memorable Randy Orton promos in a long time. I would say, dare I say, this is his best promo of all time. Uh, I'd have to go back. I'm sure he cut some that I dug when he was the legend killer. But him bringing up the, being the legend killer, and then he said, now I, I'm the legend now. Yeah, it's uh, true. We, I was texted you and was like, he should be called the killer legend. And then I said, or he should be called the legend, comma, killer. Yeah. And then you said he should just be the legend. Yeah. Which I agree. Yeah, he, he, he got it right. 
That's what they should call him. Yeah, the legend is what he like. He should just be like, I'm the legend. But he had a couple of knocks. He had a knock on Jeff Hardy for wearing face paint. Yeah, he knocked a Cena type guy or for other guys. The color a lot of, of a lot of ke- but that merch was, changes. It was great. He's like, I'm not stealing money from you guys because I'm yeah. changing my shirt color every two months. And then he ripped on part timers because he's like, I come back full time when I come back. And he does. Except he basically is a part timer. Yeah, he's, he's just in, he does stints. He's a stint timer. He's a stinter, but he's in he's in it for the long haul. He's uh, a lifer, like he's a pro wrestler through yeah, and through. But the thing about Randy Orton is that n- not only does he like work when he's just this like completely vicious asshole, yeah. who like has no like who's just like brutal. Yeah, it, he it's like it's like to- one of the top things in the company. He what he look people shit on Orton. They say he's boring. I, I don't agree. I say when they make him vicious, dangerous, and a threat, there's no one better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the only way to do it. And this promo was fucking amazing. It's the only way to do it. Another person just entered the room. I got to ask. I got to ask you a question, Lou. I'm sorry. You look busy. What's going on, man? All right, look. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. You're the tiebreaker here, I guess. You're the tiebreaker, okay? okay? Wait, ask it to him in a way that's not so leading. Okay, Ask him, just like say the word. You ask him then. All right. What do you think of when I talk about a Subaru cars? What do you think of? Uh, from un- uh, unfortunate, can I curse on here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, people call them lesbian limousines. <laughs> okay, all right. But I there dro- you go. But I- Not only did you know it, you doubled down. But I drive one, so. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but you love pussy, so it works out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, great. Well, all right, well, yeah. Wait, they call them lesbian limousines. Pat Tully said what's that they, the, what's that they the call them <laughs> I had no idea. About Why? This. What's with the what's the limousine part? Because you get like, a lot of lesbians in the, there, the or company. lesbians are always going to prom. Yeah, lesbians <laughs> love prom. I had no idea. This was this was wow. news to me, and and this guy's telling me it's common knowledge. Apparently, it's common knowledge. Yeah. I had no idea. It definitely is common knowledge. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Well, I got to fucking up my game. Sometimes you don't know stuff. It's okay. Is this because I'm a bigot? Is this because I, I don't, I'm not in tune with, with gay issues? <laughs> yeah, this is because you're a bigot. I'm yeah. saying, does this make me? I don't think you need to look to, I don't think you need to indict yourself here. Does I think it's make, okay. I'm saying, does it make me a bigot? Like, no, that, you just didn't know something. Is it because I don't care about a certain, fr- I mean, I, I try to be an ally. I have a Finn Balor for everyone t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, Are they going to take that shirt did away Did you buy me? it before July 28th? I bought it as soon as it became a bad right, well then uh, you, got a, you got a donation to Glad there. Yeah, of course I did. I'm an ally. No, we no. This is just a something that it's a, this is just a very bi- common thing that eluded you somehow. I slipped through my cracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, <clears throat> oh, by the way, the Samoa Joe attack. Do you see the camera work on that? It was pretty weird. Do you think that was deliberate, or sometimes they miss stuff? Yeah, I, like, I don't know. I think I think it was. I think they were going for like a split, like a quick cut. Yeah, and they kind of nailed it, kind of didn't nail it. It's like it. a big deal to mess up. Nah, because it still looked, it still was effective. It, they didn't like totally botch it. I think they were trying to cut it close, and they just cut it a little bit on the wrong side of the line. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's which of this is worth us? Uh, uh, this is a random thing. You see, Almas had a hard time getting that hammerlock DDT. I mean, Rusev's on Rusev. huge. It's hard. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I mean, Almas is not huge, and Rusev is huge. Yeah, I mean, you can't get any move on this guy. I defy you. Try to put Rusev in like he said. 
when AJ, he was like, you can't put me in a calf crusher. My quads are huge. Yeah. Look on Instagram for my huge quads. I mean, he's just a, he's a huge man. He's got to adjust the moveset there, but uh, almost looking real good beating uh, Rusev Day. Rusev. Um, I okay. feel like they're pushing this guy to the moon. They gave him a t- like a match with the champion right out of the gates. Who's he fought? Sin Cara, AJ, and Yeah, Rusev? apparently the word in the street is Vince really... Sees a lot in them. Well, he's a classic wrestler. Yeah, he's great. He's good. I think he's a little bit overrated, but that doesn't mean I don't think he's good. I think he's really good. But people are getting he's real not, excited he's, about him. He's all overrated in the sense that he was a big NXT talent coming out uh, of NXT. He's not being pushed in a way that's he's overrated. Right, he's not being but he's not being buried throat. like Bobby Roode. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's he's getting a better start than Roode. I think he's he's, he's I, getting like almost. Uh, I want to say. Maybe better than McIntyre even too. Ah, McIntyre's on fire right now, guys. And he's on Raw. Incredible. No, I'm just saying that Almas. I'm, you know, they're really giving him like a fucking solid go. That's not. I don't think he doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying everyone across the board is like, yo, he's the future. Yo, he's amazing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's really good. But let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I was just laughing thinking about the. Are you ready for the Oscars? <laughs> Well, I don't know why we were talking about that. Nobody's ready for the Oscars. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that context was. Uh, <laughs> because I guess before Mania, the Oscars were yeah, around there. And we weren't ready for it. Uh, anyway, random. All right. So, all right. A couple more things to cover. One thing, Carmella versus Becky. We're Becky Lynch. Yeah. You know, I'm on record as uh, not a Becky Lynch fan. Right. Obviously, I see her talent. I see her that she's got value to the company. Um, I like the orange hair. Uh, right. I just think her color. Th- th- not the color she I has. Know, but it, she's but a redhead. So yeah. It's just yeah. Sort of accentuated. But I do not understand, uh, like, the gimmick I don't get at all. Yeah. Uh, she's back to Becky Balboa again, and five years deep, and she's not evolved at all. And I'll say that about all of the horsewomen, by the way. Yeah. I uh, there's th- Except and, for Charlotte. Uh, actually, I said this on the Facebook page. The, well, Charlotte, yes, but she also has that thing where she is the best female wrestler, right? right? So, like like I say, there can always be one of those. Like, those people get away with anything. Yeah, but she's evolved. She's gone on a journey. She's done a lot. Yeah, she has a queen gimmick, and she is a flair. You know, I mean, it's fine. Yes, yes, she has evolved in a way. I'm, I'm, she's the best one. But there's something about those four where they're, like, stuck in time or something. So Sasha, you watch Carmella Becky. and you watch, like, Alexa, and they, I feel like they work harder or something. Maybe they don't work harder, but their gimmicks evolve more. I think Alexa blows all these women out of the water. Carmella, yeah. I think, is just, you know, she's good, but she's not Alexa. But who? So it's Charlotte, who's, uh, I think, great. Becky, Sasha, N- Natalia is the fourth one? Who's the fourth no, horse woman? No, it's Becky. Ba- uh, Bailey, Sasha, oh, Bailey? and Charlotte. Fucking can't stand Bailey. She's just charisma suck. So, yeah. <laughs> so, she sucks all charisma out of the room. So, yeah, I don't like any of these four horsewomen. Except for Charlotte. Charlotte's great. The rest of them go fuck I mean, girls. I don't know. I, I fluctuate on them, but there's something about but there's something about them where they're like they're like frozen in time or something to me. Yeah, totally. I mean, Becky for sure. Becky's just like been Becky and that's it. Yeah, I mean like again it's like what is what is the gimmick? She's just been like this I don't know, they're all like four kids or something. They're like you know what I mean? I don't I look, they are definitely frozen in amber like a mosquito in Jurassic Park. Absolutely, but what um yeah, and re- I'm ready to take them and like start the park, baby. I uh, I actually happen to put I them like on a slap them on a cane. What? Yeah, I don't hate Becky Lynch and I see so much potential in her. 
I just I need more from her. I mean, I see the same for Sasha. I think a lot of potential in Sasha. I also. think we saw the best of Sasha already. That string of matches with her and Charlotte, where she had the title runs. Like, I don't think Sasha's ever right. gonna get better than that. I think that was premium A plus caliber Sasha, and she's just fallen off since then. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, match wise. What about Becky? I mean, so Becky's now up for the title shot. Do you give her the belt over Carmella? Uh, probably not. But if they did, maybe that's what she needs to to kick it into gear. Maybe they need to put a little faith behind her. It's starting to feel a little bit like they're just passing these belts around in the yeah, women's division. I think so. But that like everyone is equal, and we just give them all. Like, yeah. there's something about there where it's like who like not when Charlotte has it. Like when Charlotte has it, you're like she's the best. But even then, she falls into a thing where she's not holding the belt like for the length of time AJ is right. Uh, probably not. Or like a Brock, you know what I mean? Right. And you had Oscar, who had that undefeated streak. That kind of all right. Like, I mean, they botched Oscar, but I never really cared much for Oscar. I didn't understand how she was a threat. It didn't compute to me. Yeah, and then put her in face paint. That's how you solve Oscar. I mean, Rousey's probably just gonna hold the belt until she wants to go. Right. Well, with Rousey, when she gets that belt. They will have a very tough time taking that offer. It'll have to be like Schmazi and Feudy. You know, it's one of those things where like she's gonna someone's gonna cost her the belt, then she's gonna feud with that person for three months and not worry about the belt. Like right. you can never just have her lose matches and lose the belt because she's too credible of a threat. Well, what, well, I guess how does it work in the women's division? It's like uh, I'm just thinking this through. It's like there's either you're either like. There's like no middle class. Well, there's no IC right? level, right? So, but but forget about even the belt. I'm just talking about in terms of threat level. Like you're either like uh, like Alicia Fox is just a complete jobber, or nothing, yeah. Or you could win the belt tomorrow, right? Again, I think it's because there's no IC level, right? They have no mid card. You're either the top or the bottom. It's almost like they pass the belts around like it's like the it's like the. Like uh, that UFC like heavyweight division or something where like I, I'm like oh n like no one's really the champion or something. No one's good enough to hold on to it for that long. That's why I like Carmella who like celebrates her championship. Fuck about Carmella. That's why I like yeah. Charlotte because she looks like she should she should hold on to that. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I'd be fine with her just holding it for a full year. I think I want to read. So AJ is the champion. When will he be the champion for a year? He picked up the belt. Right before uh, Survivor Series in November. So November will be a full year. It's a long way to go. I guess it's longer than I thought. Long way to go, but I think you should do it. I'd like to see him with the belt. Well, okay, year. so do you think that Joe, can, Joe can't beat him? I mean, he can, but I don't not think so. Beat him. I don't think so. I, think I, I mean, it's possible, but it's not like at all. I mean, if they want AJ Styles to have that belt, for as long as we want AJ Styles to have that belt, they got to feed him some credible threats. I think Shinsuke was a good credible threat to feed him. I think Rusev's a good credible threat to feed him. And I think Joe's a very credible threat to feed him. They could throw him Jeff Hardy, maybe. But like, but like what has Joe been doing that makes him so fucking tough? He's just been beating up R-Truth and Ty Dillinger. Yeah. R-Truth. Man, every time I see the guy, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that he's still around. Guys, R-Truth, that's one of my he pieces of news. R-Truth is on SmackDown. Yeah, but he, was, he did great. Real high energy. Yeah, he's good. Did I mean, he's charismatic. Rapid. I don't All know. Right, he's charismatic, but he he looked. He did like a, a death drop. He did like a fucking. Carmelo retains split. over Becky. Yes or no? Yeah, he did. He, he's he's like fifty. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, he's crazy. I don't know. Carmelo, you're saying Carmelo retains? I believe so. Yes. AJ retains. I believe so. Yes. Reigns. You think it's going to Strowman? I think it's going to anyone but Reigns. <laughs> it's not going to Reigns. Okay. Unless it's KO. I'll put it this way. Reigns isn't pinning Brock for the belt. That's what I believe. If Reigns walks out of that belt, it's because someone else entered the match and Reigns pins that someone else. But Reigns will not pin Brock Lesnar for the belt at SummerSlam. Um, 
Okay. Last thing we got to cover for this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Is Ms. Daniel Bryan. It looks like we're going to see it at SummerSlam. So excited to see this match. Yeah. What did you think of this week? Ms. Obviously a big week. I mean, he was debuting his show. Did you get worked on the baby thing? I got worked on the baby. I did not at all. You thought that baby backstage was an actor? No, I, I thought that was their real kid. I thought that was their but kid. But I thought when he was in the ring, I knew he, it was a prop. I got worked a little bit. I just gave him the benefit of the doubt. Really? Because he was doing it, and then I just was like, that's a fake baby. Well, like, what I, I, my thing was like, why would Miz wear it? But here's what I said. Miz just wearing a baby yeah. in a suit like that, I was like, this guy's like next level. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. Say, the one thing that I was like, well, maybe this is not a real baby is because I'm like, it's a real fucking noisy arena. Like, it's probably not good to bring an infant through a crowd like that. Like, it's so noisy and so packed. Oh, I knew they swapped it. Right, but that's what I'm saying. So I was like, that's why I, I, I wish got, I got. I wish I got worked. I got worked, but not. I had a little doubt, you right. know. But if you had to tell me, you know, fifty fifty, I was like, all right. All right. <laughs> Actually, I think I was messaging you live, and I said, this feels like a work, but I love it. Well, none of us watched it live. Or did you watch it live? I didn't watch it live. No, I wasn't watching it live. I was saying when I was watching it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I wasn't ahead of it or anything. Yeah, so uh, Miz came out. So da Daniel Bryan crashed his... They did a premiere for what the Miz and promo. Mrs. What a, what a segment. Maybe the best segment I've seen in, in weeks. This whole segment? Yeah, it was so great that the Miz worked them. That was awesome. I, I felt like I didn't click with it because I... like I, Look, listen. You know that's my kind of segment. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, I like it. I just didn't click with it because I, I, the whole time, was like, it's a fake baby. But you... No, 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 But the, the Miz's foresight, he was like, not so much the baby, not so much how he did it, yeah. but then that promo after when he was like, I knew that when I came out here to promote my show, you wouldn't be able to handle it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you'd yeah. have to come out. Yeah. So I devised a scheme to yeah. fucking make it backfire yeah, 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 on great. you. That was amazing to me. That was like some next level ass shit. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I think it's just important for this feud for them to make sure that it goes down to why we want to see it, which is the Talking Smack promo. Like, it's got to be about the fact that, like, Daniel Bryan has completely disrespected Miz as a wrestler. Right. Like, I think it's like that, and Miz is just like, you suck, you've always been overhyped, I can beat you, I don't get injured, you're like a fucking walking, like, uh, Frankenstein you're at this point. B, you're a walking B+. Plus. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, but that doesn't mean that this week is, like, off, it's just, it's, I'm nervous, because WB is, the, my biggest complaint is always the inconsistency of storytelling. One more, they're just gonna be like, alright, hey, here's a segment, here's a segment, and then there's the pay-per-view. Let's, like, build this feud proper. I mean, it, it can't be one and done at SummerSlam. That's the thing. No, that's the problem. I hope this is the beginning of this. I mean, we want this match at WrestleMania. That's where I want it. I know. I would love if it had a belt involved. I'd love it to have a belt also. What I mean, what belt, though? I mean, it's it's gotta it have can AJ's. only be the U.S. title. No, nah, that's that's bullshit. It's got to be AJ's belt. <laughs> you think that any of them is coming near that belt? AJ's belt, <laughs> motherfucker! I got OJ's belt. AJ belt. No, do you know sucky that? Sucky. You know? Yeah, yeah. Rito nine one one. Rito nine one one sound. You should get that sound drop. Make it AJ's belt. AJ's belt. Check that out, guys. Reno 911. That's when they buy OJ Simpson's belt. Uh, great, great. Let's segment. just say somebody gets worked in yeah. that segment. Yeah. So you can uh, hit that on YouTube. Yeah, but you, I mean, so Miz, I think this will be the beginning of the Miz DB thing. And I think Miz wins this match, too. I think Miz He's wins better. it and like schmazzy, a schmaz win. And then like it's, you know, the, it keeps going. How long does it keep going? I don't know. How long does Daniel Bryan keep going? I don't really know. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. I bet Daniel Bryan gets injured again and doesn't make it to the end of this feud. Do uh, you think that's true? It's how little faith I have in this guy's resilience. All right. 
well, that's blasphemy. So let's. I think we gotta end it here. One thing. All right. Last thing I'm gonna say, and then we'll uh, close this this sucker out. Is uh, someone was saying that TNA Impact had a pretty big show. This is. I want to talk about this because I heard this on the Facebook group. Actually, we had a cash in about Impact, and then I then I then I started watching Slammiversary 2018. I started really? Watching it. I had a little time before the show. I thought I'd pop in. You want to play the cash in? No, no, no. You keep going. So, I wish I watched the whole thing. I really only had time to watch the opening match. Yeah. It was a fatal four-way between a, a, uh, four guys. Okay, one of the... Is that the cash-in? Oh, yeah, one go. of the guys is named Phoenix. He's a Lucha Libre guy. Very Kalisto-esque, okay? Yeah, I've seen him at PWG. Phoenix? He's yeah. good. Then they also had, in this match, Bone Soldier. He's a Japanese guy. I don't remember his full the name. The Bone Soldier? The Bone Soldier. You know yeah. the Bone Soldier? He's uh, is the guy from Bones. <laughs> no, he's he's a Japanese wrestler. He's very What's the good. guy from Bones? What's his name? David Boreanaz. Yeah, David Boreanaz. Angel. Some, there's some comic in L.A. who always tells this joke about how he met David Boreanaz, but he just says David Boreanaz like 15 times in the story. Yeah, and you just start laughing at the name. I mean, it's a very good celebrity, like obscure celebrity to reference. He was like, "That's such a David Boreanaz thing to do." Anyway, I wish yeah. I knew his name to credit him, but and I also didn't sell his joke that hard, so maybe it's better off. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think it's that funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, my jokes are off today. Yeah, I mean, the Subaru no, Outback the story. Are, yeah, I mean, that Subaru Outback thing's blowing my mind. It's like if someone didn't know what Luke, I am your father, is from. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, for by the way, you know what the line is not Luke, I'm your father. What is the line? He just says, "I am your father." Oh, nice. Well, he you, goes like, like, uh, yeah. That's something I learned. Remember, we were looking up the Mandela effect. Yeah, that's yeah. one of them. That it's not Luke. I'm your father. Nice. He just goes, I am your father. You don't. He, he, ben didn't tell me the truth about your father. Right. And then he goes, Yeah, he told me enough. You told me you killed him. And then he goes, I am your father. Something like that. No. Yeah! <laughs> and then he falls. He gets his hand cut off like a little. Whatever he anyway. falls down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we've all seen it. But here's the thing. Yeah. Wait. By the way, how do you think the song "We Are the Ch Champions"? Oh, I already told you. This you already one. asked me, and I said it ends with "We Are the Champions." Yeah. It doesn't save the world. <laughs> all right, keep going. It's terrible. <laughs> Look up the Mandela effect. It's very interesting. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so Bone Soldier. Yeah. Phoenix. Then some guy named like P.D. Jackson or something like P.D. P.D. Peterson, some sort of... Trevor Lee? He was very good. Yeah. His name was P.D. something. Somebody's seething here like in this. P.D. Robertson. Like, like, how dare you disrespect P.D. Pete's? Yeah, it was, it, whatever. And then, in a guy whose first match back to Impact, Johnny Impact, a.k.a. Oh, yeah. Johnny Mundo, a.k.a. Johnny Morrison, a.k.a. Johnny Nitro. The a.k.a. John Hennigan, a.k.a. The Shaman of Sexy, a.k.a. Past guest on the Comedians of Wrestling exactly. podcast. So it was, a, it was a fatal four-way match, and I'll tell you what, it was a really good match. It was great. Yeah. Johnny Impact won. I'll spoil it for you guys. And it made me say, I want to watch more about uh, more. Of, I might watch all of Slammiversary. That was a really fantastic match. It was very over the top. How'd you watch it? On fucking WatchWrestling.Uno. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where I watch it. <laughs> dot Uno. Yeah, there's, you watch it at Dot IN, right? I don't know. I watch it at Dot Uno. Oh, yeah, yeah. Watch Wrestling dot Uno. Yeah. Where I go for all my so wrestling So you're saying games. I should watch it? I'm saying let's give it the benefit of the doubt. Let's see what the other product is about. I enjoyed it, but I'll tell you what. 
My one Tommy that, gun didn't. One thing that, that struck me as odd is I was watching the promos and the packages, which were very good, by the way. Austin Aries is like holding like four belts over there. He's the champion, of right? Like f- of multiple things. They yeah, he's with, awesome though. With multiple belts. And I was like, this guy leaves for like three months and he's already like the biggest shit ever in Impact? Yeah. How is that possible? I did not like Austin Aries in WWE. I thought he really? was a waste of time. Yeah, he, he looks like a porn star. He looks like a gross porn star. Well, you saw his, I don't know if you were around for this, we showed his headshot. He looks like a Backstreet Boy. Like an old washed up AJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you let me tell you something? I've seen porn with AJ. <laughs> with, not with AJ. With with Austin Aries. Austin Ar- with AA. With Austin Aries in it. It may not have actually been him. Yeah. But there are like seven different porn stars that look I, that have his exact look in a full porn flick, if you will. Yeah. You're gonna get one Austin Aries. Yeah. You can't go a full hour and a half of, of porn without seeing Austin Aries. He's either. I mean, look. He has like shitty, creepy facial hair, but yeah. it's like slick from 2004. He's got earrings. He looks a little bit like he's a little too old, but he's not old. He's just older than the women of this porn. You know? He's yeah. Like, he's like 43, but he's banging 21-year-olds. Doesn't he wear like a purple shag carpet jacket? I did not observe that in my Impact <laughs> promo. Again, I didn't watch all of Impact. I just saw some promos. Well, it made an Packages. impact on you. It made it. I want to see the rest of Slammiversary. I want to I want to see if this guy was full of shit or if he was true. If he was speaking well, the on truth. the Facebook page, Jabroniak Noah Rogers was That's talking, what I'm talking about. Yeah, he was talking a lot of shit about how, uh, how we don't watch impact and impact is dope but i did watch impact for the original the final deletion yeah i saw that there too i mean that was incredible i mean it's just so anyway i have a plan for the pod yeah it'll it'll take place when you're gone when i'm in uh, la but i'm gonna do some weeks where uh maybe we cover well i have to find the right it's gotta be the right week where maybe we take a week off of WWE. look you never know and we do a full indie week you never know when raw's gonna be a fucking bust everyone's wild they're like I raw, can't wa- yeah. raw and smackdown are both terrible but maybe one of those weeks like on the wednesday after you get through those just quickly watch something going on somewhere else the problem is once i'm done then i just crush nxt most I mean, of the there's time so much wrestling content that's the problem it's too much all right let's hear this cash in hello this josh uh calling from the uk uh just wanted to go on a little bit of a feed about um the uh website uh, the facebook page a few people being like a bit swampy about like saying that like Comedians wrestling don't like Impact. I watch Impact, I watch WWE as well. Impact is nowhere near as good as what it used to be, mainly because all the talents come to WWE. I just don't get why some people are shitting on fucking uh, comedians wrestling, saying they don't care, when they've clearly said, put it on, tell us how it's going. And like, at the moment, I don't, I don't know what people are talking about. I watch Impact, I watch WWE. At the moment, Impact is weak. Weak. It's got some good wrestlers on it, but it's a weak content. Uh, just wanted to give it a good shout out. Hope you play this. Cheers up. Thanks very much. Bye. Yo, cheers up. Cheers up, baby. Uh, cheers up's great. You heard cheers up before? Nah, but we're not from where this guy's from. Yeah, I like that. Guy, cheers maybe, up. Maybe that's what's going on in that the UK. That might be something new we do here. I'll tell you what. Fucking cheers up. In, your, cheers up, your LaCroix. In the States... There's a certain type of dude that says cheers because it's not ubiquitous like it is over there. Like here, you got to be. It's a real affect if you if you start saying cheers to people. All right, cheers, man. You know, because it's like you're trying to be British. Yeah, yeah. It sounds douchey. It sounds a little douchey for us to say it, but cheers up. That might just work. Yeah, cheers up. Cheers up, bro. 
Yeah, cheers up. If it's like cheer up, it's like cheer up. Yeah, why are you down in the dumps? Cheers up. Yeah, cheers up. That means when you're sad, you should drink. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah, you gotta cheers up. Yeah, you got to, man. Listen, man, you've been down in the dumps or since maybe, you got dumped. Or maybe it means when you're when you're having a bad time, you just need to watch a few episodes of Cheers. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you, you gotta cheers up, man. It's Norm, like che- forget it. Yo, we got one more cash and I didn't play about evolution, but from what I remember, evolution is a mystery. This dude is uh, was pretty fired up about it. You got time for it? Do I got time for a fired up cash about evolution? Yeah, absolutely. Nation, this is the D train, Derek Hackett, and I'm about to go off the rails oh, with a rant about the all women's pay per view evolution. Uh, here's the thing I am cautiously optimistic, and one of the reasons why is this has been creatively one of the worst years for the women's division. Um, I believe it started last year. When you had Absolution and the Riot Squad debut, I think, in the same week, in the same way, and it resulted in nothing. It went nowhere. You thought it was going to be like a cool NXT invasion angle, and no. And now we're left with glorified jobbers. I mean, let me ask you something. What is Liv Morgan's finishing move? Because I have no idea. I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it looks like. I have no idea. Uh, and the move. Who is Ember Moon? I have no idea. Who is she? Uh, this week on Raw, she made a moon pun. Is that her character? Moon pun? Uh, I got a moon pun. How about you moonwalk your ass to Hot Topic and buy a Fallout Boy shirt? Because we don't know who you are. Uh, Becky Lynch is boring. It's great that she's winning, which is great, but there's no character development whatsoever. Uh, I do improv, and Becky Lynch is the equivalent of Going into an improv scene with a funny accent and thinking, that's all you need. Like, I got this accent. I'm not going to play game. I'm not going to play relationship. I'm just going to shoot this accent and it's going to play. That's Jesse Lynch. If she wins at SummerSlam, she's going to be a boring champion. Uh, Sasha and Bailey, just one of the worst storylines I can remember. Cheers uh, up. Therapy. Cheers and up. Hugging, and maybe lesbianism. I have no idea. Two of the best workers. They didn't even wrestle. Awful. Just awful. Uh... Alexa and Carmella, goddammit, Vince loves his blondes who can't wrestle, okay? Can you imagine if Evolution decides to do champion versus champion, okay? Now, all of the promos leading up to that would be fantastic because they're both great characters. They're easy to write for, but the match itself would be horrendous, absolutely horrendous. Um, but I don't want to be all negative. I want to give praise to our Lord and Savior of the women's division, Ronda Rousey. Everything she's done sure. has just been fantastic. Yeah, cheers up. And I love it, and I want more of it. She's great. She's awesome. But basically, what I'm saying is the women's division needs a creative revamp. They need to book the women just as well as they do the men. Take some time to write the storylines, to develop their characters, or none of this going to work. It's not going to work. It's going to be one big piss break. I'm sorry. Um, that's me. I'm the D-Train. Just been off the rail. Hashtag, I love crunchy shirt. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>
I liked it. For a yeah. solid cash in. Yeah, D train. That was a great cash in. Cheers up. Cheers up, man. I think that's good that it has a segment that associates with you. Like it's going off the rails with the D train. I got nervous once he said he did improv. Yeah, uh, but, but he, uh, he delivered on the, on the premise. Like he, he had some good metaphors here. I uh, agree with a lot of stuff yo, he's saying. But a lot, yeah, there was a, a lot of stuff uh, that. I, well, actually, there's a lot of stuff that. I mean, it's basically things we've said in here, sure. just all kind of said way angrier and also uh, uh, with with the balls to completely negate the fact that it's a big week for women's wrestling. But right. it is true. We've had a lot of these weeks. Well, it feels yeah. like every couple weeks, it's like, oh, we got to wrestle in Abu Dhabi. We got to. And, and and it's which is which are great things, but they're they were not focused on the nuts and bolts, which is kind of what D chain you're kind of saying what I'm saying, which is like women just need to keep stealing the show. It's hard for Becky Lynch and Carmella to steal the show when A, yeah, you're right, Carmella, not the best worker. She is a great character, but then Becky, you're like, Well, what is Becky? If she wins a title, you're gonna be excited. What no. like what what is, like what are these characters? What is the legit boss? Like, what is that? I guess she's a legit like closet lesbian like I don't know what she is so great if legit boss was like that she's legitimately right someone's boss and she has like employees that she like makes fill out paperwork and stuff like that yeah like, they have to request time off from her and stuff like that. she's like I don't know you've missed a lot of work lately I'm not gonna prove listen this. man listen, yeah yeah listen you just came in 10 minutes late listen if I was just a regular old boss if I was an illegit <laughs> boss I might let that slide but I'm a legit boss and for that docking you 10 yeah docking you 10 minutes docking you 10 10 That's minutes Sasha Banks. Penalty box. <laughs> Sasha Banks is gonna dock you 10 yeah love it love we it. already made that better Sasha she Banks was a legit dock boss you 10. and she wore like a button that she dressed like right to censor like she was just someone's boss yeah, she's like, wait, uh, hey, I see you're you're wearing an, uh, 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 here you're wearing a shirt that's a little off from the uniform of what we're supposed to be wearing here at this uh, theme Look, restaurant. You know, you know what? If it looks like you're taking off. Well, why don't you take the whole week off? <laughs> yeah, well, you're fired. Yeah, I'm a legit Look, boss. You know off. you can't wear graphic tees to work. I, I mean, we're pretty a- loose with what the dress code is. No shorts. And you can wear your T-shirts and your jeans, but no graphic tees. We said that. That's in the handbook. You're fired. Yeah, absolutely. What? You want to get paid under the table? Uh-uh. Fill out this W-4. I'm a legit boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah. No, I mean, it's good points in there. There's, there's a lot of, like, they, they, they need to actually, I think what D-Train kind of made me think about is, like, they do need to, it feels like they don't focus enough on the female creative yeah they're focused more on the overall picture of what they'd like it to be but they're not treating them like a superstar like they like even you know like a rusev gets more focus than than becky or whatever that's what it feels like yeah they're they're saying like it's it's enough that we're having these women have a little bit more of a shot like have more time they don't need to be three-dimensional right they're just like they just need to like just by merit of having women's matches and a women's pay-per-view. They're like, we're doing enough with them now. Look, we're doing all the stuff with them, but they're still not doing what right. they got to be doing. Look at the creative on Kevin Owens and Strowman. It's, it's like really too well a, thought out and strong. It's a wonderful creative. They don't have creative like that in the women's division. However, I think the Ellsworth stuff has been pretty fun. But again, that's a dude, I guess. But like, that's <laughs> He's a, a dude who is in the... Well, you know, I, was, I, I want him to have the Divas belt. The last like diva. The old diva. The butterfly belt. You should bring the back. last That'd diva. That'd be so funny. If yeah. he like dug it out of a trash can and just started wearing the diva's belt around. <laughs> yeah. The last diva. That's great. That's a good gimmick. That's what he calls himself. Because he can't win any other division, but he's like, I'm the diva's champion. That's so <laughs> funny. And then like the Bella Twins kick his ass or something like that. I don't know. I don't, I think it's just like 
everyone, I don't know. They don't want that belt anywhere near TV anymore. I know. It's, embar- it's a fucking pink butterfly. It's embarrassing. Um, I do disagree with Detroit about, I mean, Alexa, I mean, he, he said that they can't have a match, but they'd have great promos. I just think she's so good. Like, she's one of the only captivating people on the mic. But she doesn't have good matches. It's just true. No, she doesn't. No, it do- but the thing is that, like, uh, uh, She's above it. She doesn't need. Yeah, you're matches. right. He said, "Imagine a cha- like a Carmella Alexa match. It'd be a nightmare. It'd be, a, it'd be a bunch of hair pulling. <laughs> it wouldn't be good. It'd be terrible. But I don't know. He was right on on the Ronda Rousey. I mean, she's doing great work. Yeah, Ronda Rousey is incredible. She's great. All right, I think we got to round this thing out. What do you think? We got to round this round. We got to rousey this thing out. All right, let's take. All it. right, I'm gonna hit us with the classic plug, guys. First off, thank you for listening to Comedians of Wrestling podcast. Listen, Saturday, August 18th. Midnight after NXT TakeOver in New York City on the Lower East Side at Caveat Theater. C-A-V-E-A-T. Caveat.nyc. You can get your tickets for the Comedians Wrestling Summer Slamtacular. Okay, I'm going to be doing a bunch of pro wrestling stand-up. You're going to be drunk coming from the Barclays Center. You come in, just fucking laugh about wrestling. It's a celebration of professional wrestling after what's going to be probably one of the greatest nights of professional wrestling all year. And you're going to come and, not only that, Dolph Ziggler will be there. Dolph Ziggler will be performing. We'll be talking to Dolph Ziggler, the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, man. And uh, we have exclusive Comedians of Wrestling merch that you can't buy online. You'll only be able to buy there. So caveat.nyc. Pick up your tickets. They're only a measly 15. 15 bucks. That's it, guys. I see what you're spending on those NXT tickets. Mm-hmm. You can find an extra 15 to round out that night. Come on. Check it out. No, it's going to be dope. Uh, if you come to the show, let me tell you something. We will treat you like a king. We treat our guests with respect. You come in. You get a beautiful place to sit. There's a beautiful bar. You can have your drinks. And you're going to laugh at some of the most beautiful jokes you've ever heard. 100% about stand. Uh, 100% about wrestling. It's stand-up about wrestling. Those are two things you love. You love wrestling. You love comedy. You love Dan Black? Yeah. Come to the show. This whole show is r- produced and put together by Marks for Marks. It's That's right. Anyway, going to be a great time. Check that out. Caveat.myc. Or you can buy the tickets where the link is posted on the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash I don't know if that's the link. Community Wrestling Group on Wrestling on Facebook. All right, fuck me, I'm tired. Facebook.com. Yeah, guys, go go on Facebook. It's, and it's uh, you want to check out our Patreon? If you're hey, if you're a Newman Mark, we got the Newman World Order episode that I will not even be a part of. Coming on Patreon.com/slash Comedians of Wrestling. Uh, that's gonna come out on Monday. Uh, if you want to support the show, remember this show is grassroots. Donate a little cash, we'll give you some bonus episodes. Uh, I think one of our funniest episodes is the Ready to Rumble bonus uh, review episode up there where we review the movie Ready to Rumble from 2000 and that's up there so you can check that out so anyway uh, Sheb do you want to plug something? Yeah uh, check out if you have Sirius XM check out my weekly radio show on Sirius XM channel 99 Raw Dog Comedy it is called The Raw Report uh, Thursdays 4pm Eastern and also follow me on Twitter at Shabiro that's Sierra Hotel Echo Bravo India Romeo Oscar yeah and hey everybody remember keep watching wrestling This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.